Hello everyone, welcome to the Chart Shot Gamescast. It's where every week friends gather around and talk about the games we've been playing and things going on in their lives. Today I have with me, Justin. What is up? And special... Yeah, I figured. Uh, <laughs> and special guest, we have Patrick. Hey, pleasure to be on the show. Uh, do you have anything to plug or anything? <laughs> nah, I'm not, a, I'm not a famous YouTuber like you guys. <laughs> um, I do some, I've been doing flight simulator videos that are more educational if you want to be bored. That's cool. Yeah, those seem interesting. Yeah, oh, real quick. Did you, did you watch mine, Justin? No, I literally haven't had a chance okay. yet. Because you sent him, and then the electrician showed up, and then I was dealing with all that. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, your pictures look good, by the way. Thanks. Right, there will anyway. be more soon. <laughs> I your, took this off topic to as long as I did. Is your electrician done now? Yes. That's okay. what I was, I was going to uh, say that as my first thing when it got to me, but... Well, yeah, getting, if you want to just bury now. the lead, sure. I mean, uh, the the, electric, the electrical stuff in the basement is officially done, so we can actually, like, finish now. <laughs> and, you know, we've been very motivated, so <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it'll take no time at this point. Um, but yeah, this weekend is going to be, like, drywalling the office and uh, cleaning up a lot of that. We still have to wait for my father-in-law in order to put the ceiling in. Uh, but that's not that big a deal. There's a lot of other stuff we can do before that. So yeah, shouldn't be too much longer. And then we can, you know, not host a party. <laughs> no, no, but anyway, it's looking, it's looking nice, Justin. So, you know, be proud of what you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like it's been, it's taken so long that like, I don't fully appreciate the progress because to me, it's been, it's looked about the same for like two months now. <laughs> but like, I see, you know, the little things. Um, like, the, the, that uh, light in the stairwell was actually a big one because uh, for people that don't have me on Facebook and wouldn't see this, um, before we had like this, that the ceilings like leading down into the basement are like the same ceiling height as the first four. So imagine, like, you know, normal first floor height, probably, what, like, seven, eight feet, something like that, but going downstairs. So it's about, like, probably 12 feet from the stairs to the ceiling, <laughs> and there was just a dinky little little ceiling light with a fluorescent bulb in it, and we're like, yeah, we're, we're never changing this light bulb. <laughs> So, uh, one of the things we had the electrician do was put it, like, we got a, just a nice, uh, hanging pendant that hangs down about four feet. Um, and so, you know, when you change that out, now we can actually reach the, the light if we need to change it or whatever. And it just looks really <clears> nice. <throat> um, so it's kind of a nice feature when you come down. And I think that was a, a big change. Um, you know, sometimes it's those little things that you really appreciate when it's been so long. <laughs> Let, let Patrick go first. I don't want to talk. <laughs> well, I, well I, so how do you want me to lead this off? Uh, I know I took it off topic for the last, like, uh, Just five minutes. what have you been up to? What games you've been playing? That kind of thing. Yeah, so it's, I guess you could say it's a little depressing. I haven't been playing as much the last week because I think Justin can relate to this and maybe all of us. We've just been burned out with everything and work where you just kind of sit there and feel like just watching a show instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, I have been. I got back into Battlefield Five because some friends play it, so it's like part of my social, I guess, network at this point. So like at mm. least it's a game you could play with some people. 
Um, so I'm almost close to finally beating Ghost of Tsushima. That's one nice. of my game of the year contenders right now. <laughs> um, I got in the flight simulator, which <laughs> I, I didn't expect to get into as much as I did, but it's just really... It, it's weird to describe. You're just flying. That's that's the whole premise, but it's just like the way they recreate the Earth and just seeing all these famous yeah. sights from the air. It's just really fascinating. So it's like the only way I get to travel this year, it seems like, because if I try to travel in real life, I'd just be put in quarantine for two weeks. Right, yeah. <laughs> and trying to... So I'm like, well, what a great vacation this is in the hotel. So There is a marvel to it. Like, it. I mean, it's it's bad topography for the most part. No, like... But so, it's still cool that it's, like, the real places. I, I give you a great example. So, like, it's very... I, I get why, or a good example is where Justin lives, and I live went to high. You know, I went to high school with Justin. That's how I know him. And middle school. And were you TJ as well? Yeah, we okay. met in seventh grade. I I was actually thinking <laughs> about that today. I really was. I couldn't remember because I know in high school we hanged out a lot more by mm-hmm. then. So that was anyway. But anyway, yeah. so I flew over Jeff City, and the way the technology works is there's going to be some flaws. So it has issues sometimes with topography. <laughs> like so, with the Missouri River, it's like almost like three or five meters higher than the jefferson city itself like it looks like <laughs> city is built like a giant levee to the mississippi river and then it shows like this bridge doing like a 90 degree drop once it crosses wow. the river uh so it's really funny but when it does like new york city or like bigger and more famous places obviously it's a lot more 100 percent accurate and they'll hand they actually go in handcrafted the stuff which makes it kind of neat because you see buildings recreated with the 3d <laughs> or sorry the cgi's 3d model and normally doesn't look very accurate, but then the ones they handcrafted, like they recreated like the Eiffel Tower and stuff, and it looks breathtaking. Um, yeah, it's, anyway, it's just kind of fun to mess around with. And then, do they uh, have the arch in St. Louis? Like, is that recreated? Yeah, yeah that is. Because I would love to fly through it. <laughs> uh, I didn't do that. I did a. Fl- I actually record a video. I send that to you later. Flying over, so it's just my hometown. But it was at night, and I could, the other one flaw I've seen, and I'm trying to be fair because what they did was pretty breathtaking and like you know unheard of to recreate the Earth. But, like, when I went over the arch, um, I could tell the satellite imagery they were using were several years out of date because they've redone the whole park that goes over the interstate now. Mm-hmm. When you fly over in the game, that park's not there. Like, it stops at the interstate and then restarts again in the courthouse. It's so hard to describe. You haven't <coughs> been there for others, but it's basically um, the arch and the courthouse is a national park. However, you, had, you used to have to cross, like, a, you know, like this road. It was, it's, it's technically a highway, but, you know, you, you're on a bridge going over the highway. But, you know, it wasn't really fun to walk. Now it's like a park that completely goes over the highway, so it's, like, completely covered. And the imagery didn't have this. Like, and that would be the other thing. Some of the imagery in areas are out of date. But granted, you know, they've been working this game for at least five, ten years, so it's just obviously, you know. You know it be interesting over time in their ten-year plan, they're going to update it with, you know, more, you know, like, you know, like up-to-date imagery. Because, you know, areas change all the time, obviously. So. <clears throat> it's kind of and, surprised they wouldn't do, like, a new, you know, Bing's map pass before putting this out. <laughs> Because, like, you know, Google Maps, they update theirs every five years or so. So, like, if they're about to use the the Bing Maps in a video game, I would imagine they'd be a lot more motivated to go out there and get new imagery. Actually, they, I think, I, I'm curious because they're, they're supposed to do a 10-year plan of monthly updates. I mean, monthly, like, content updates, they say. Obviously, there's always going to be patches and work to make it more, you know, you know whatever issues there are, stabilize. Um, but if, you know, it would be curious. I mean, it's interesting. Mm. The one downside is the model is not very consumer friendly. Like, because like you get the sixty dollars. I mean, the base game is very fair. But a good example. So sixty dollars for the base game. I got the deluxe, which is ninety. And the reason, and the, and the reason they add more planes. But so like the base game's got like 
I think 20, it's like 30 <laughs> planes and 20 airports. And then for the deluxe, you get five more planes and five more airports for $30 more. Mm. And then for another 30, so 60 total, then you get five more on top of that for each. So it's only, you're paying the game twice just to get 10 more of each when you got like 20, 30 in the base game. So, and then when they add like new airports by third party content developers, and it's like usually 14, $15 to 20. Like also, you're paying for digital landmarks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I kind of get it. Like the way I get why, but it's like I think for anyone that just wants to fly around and have a little fun, sixty dollars. Um, I I like flying in general, so I wanted the the you know Chicago Hare Airport recreated, which mm-hmm. is in its ninety dollar package because that's my base airport. So I enjoyed it for that and some of the other stuff. But it's like it's like a shame if you want to fly like some you know some planes like the seven. Um, eight seven the Dreamliner, and that's in the hundred twenty dollar one. So it's just kind of like, you know, it really comes down to consumer. But just be mindful, you know, people who have been thinking about it and haven't gotten, just be mindful of that pricing structure because that kind of caught me off guard since it's really the first kind of flight simulator I'm really trying out mm-hmm. as it's like yeah. comes out, not like ten years later, <coughs> pick it up five dollars on Steam and give up after that. <laughs> yeah, so, I just uh, got it off the Game Pass. That's just where yeah. I played it. I was debating on actually signing up for that, but I decided just to, to get... Because I wanted the Deluxe Edition, and so it's like you get Game Pass, and you still pay $90 anyway to get it, so I'm like, yeah. okay. Well, I think the game... Like, usually Game Pass gives you uh, discounts on the games if you actually buy... Like, if you buy the games that are on Game Pass, you get them at a discounted rate. Hmm. Um, I didn't know they, that. They I assume they would not do that yet, though, since it just came out, but probably over time. Yeah, I don't know if the Deluxe version was on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise... Um, that's actually what I've been playing the last week or so, but, you know, I still need to finish, like, Last of Us 2 and Judgment on PS4, and I played Fallout 76 early in the summer, not recently. Mm-hmm. So that's been my game. Just kind of waiting for Cyberpunk at this point and the new Yakuza game. How far are you in The Last of Us 2? Mm, I'm on day three, well, day three again, so... With Abby? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I kind of... <laughs> I like no, I'm trying to really explain. No, because I had the, I, I had this. I'm, I'm trying to bait you. Thomas here. That's that's right. why I asked. No, no. Let me put this. I, I think it's a very good game, and I really like it. It's just, it's even, it's, it's, it's. Got, it, the first game's dark, but at least has some light moments. It hasn't been any of those moments in the second game, minus some flashback scenes, and it's just kind of. I love it, the flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just kind of it's a very depressing game. It's just something like with everything going on this year, it's been a little harder to play. Mm-hmm. That type of game than usual, despite being well. Re- I still think it's a good game. It's just I think the new character just wasn't <clears throat> fleshed out very well. See, I I think that they screwed up Ellie's entire story, and they did way better with Abby. That's interesting. I I think the problem of Ellie, it's easier to like her story more because she already had a full game developed, so it's just mm-hmm. kind of fell on the top. And while I like the new, you know, the new character story, it just seems like. They're, tr- they're trying to put a lot in there, like you know, you meet some of her friends, but they really yeah. just they're just it's, there and then so just go long, away. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went, oh, who's this guy that's like banging every woman in the, in the village? Like, why don't we learn more about him? <laughs> it's like, oh, bye. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's certainly moments where it's just like it's underwritten. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, I wouldn't say it's a rush game. I think it's just kind of. They feel like doing it, but they there was just too much story. Game. They didn't know how to complete it. I feel they like. didn't know how to cut what they needed to cut. They could have cut yeah. a bunch of content from that, and it would have been perfectly fine. Yeah, I'd rather just. I get what they're trying to do. Have this other story, so you feel like 
what Ailey's doing isn't fully justified, you know, or like, you know, like, okay, like, you know, everyone knows Joe had a dark past and it kind of caught up with him and it's really more like a revenge story for Ellie. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, I get it. He's trying to show like this other side, but it's like, you know, all you're making it is, is like, they're both suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not really rooting for anyone at this point. It's just kind of like, yeah, I was with you there as well with like, um, I don't think this game had a lot of like any protagonists, but then yeah. I, I I actually came around to Abby. I guess I'm in the minority for a lot of people. I don't hate her. Like I don't <clears> get, <throat> like it's really disgusting. I mean, that's just the gaming community. People get so emotional. It's like you know want to threaten the voice. I'm like, you want to get mad? Get mad at the director for writing the damn thing. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. That's kind of my main thing you know, is with that. It's like Jar Jar Binks. Like you know. You know, you get mad at the character in George Lucas, not the actor that played him. He just did what he was told. Yeah. I mean, people are also getting mad at uh, Neil Druckmann. And, like, they're like, how how dare you write Ellie like this? You don't know her story. And he's like, I, I Bro, made, I made her. character. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know her arc. I know who she is more than you do. Yeah, don't tell me how my character would act. Yeah. I, yeah. So I don't it's think... like, I don't understand that either. Yeah. See, I, I'm, quick. With, I'm with you there where it's like... Uh... The motivations are justified, but I don't like the motivations. <laughs> right, yeah, it's like, one thing like, to not like the choices; it's another to say that they're wrong. Yeah, right? that's what I—that's what I hate, and that's like the whole Star Wars Last Jedi with our friend Chris. Yeah, <laughs> uh, different Chris that we don't probably talk much. He's a big Star Wars nerd. It's like in his world, like he has this probably idea what Star Wars should be, and I'm not against that. But it's like because it didn't play out that way, he thinks his version's like the right version. I'm like. It's a fan fiction. It's a fiction story, you know. Mm-hmm. You're not the creator. You're just a fan that adds his own theories on top. It's just like get real. He's. I don't. I don't think you stayed the night. He spent the night before my wedding ranting about Star Wars. <laughs> oh my god! So I <laughs> while saw, we were playing a game, was this before Last Jedi? After Last Jedi? Brr. Or before? Uh, I think it was before 2017. So this was before it came out because Mary. I came think out, so. Yeah, yeah, I think or. I mixed in years. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen, seventeen, nineteen. Yeah, two years. Because so. yeah, I think it was like it was coming out the next month or something. Like yeah, because remember talking about the wedding. He was like all hype. He had all these theories, yeah. and, and then the day of, it's just like it's like a complete meltdown on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I mean, Star Wars is dead to me. They said he like went <laughs> he to was the bathroom. Like, yeah, I know it's just so. And it, I don't call it a great movie, but it's like Disney did not hire you. Yeah. <laughs> Disney will not hire you. Um. Be that being made, maybe you write better than some of them. I won't go in that far in the weeds, but... Everyone has their own idea of, of what something should be. Yeah. You're free, you're free to write your fan fiction, but it's not going to be better than what the creator came up with. Exactly. Uh, oh, yeah, but back to games. Yeah, this is what I've been playing. Um, I didn't mention, I'm a big Yakuza series fan, so if you ever need a guy to talk on that, I'm your guy. So Yeah, I got uh, into the Yakuza games for a while there. I love the... It's I'm, such a... It, it's an arcade beta up, so obviously it's not for everyone. But just yeah. it's such a goofy series that's just so fun. To yeah, I ha- I hopped in when Zero came out because that was like when all of the hype was coming out. Uh... Oh man, I actually got into <laughs> it um, when they had Yakuza Four as a PlayStation Plus game, like I think in 2014 or 15. That's when I got into it, mm-hmm. and then you know found out Five wasn't even out, and then they finally brought it out. But because Sega didn't want to bring it over anymore, because like long story short, Sega really botched the first few games bringing over. Like just yeah, Yakuza publishing, 3, yeah, yeah. Like Yakuza three, they took out hostess clubs, they changed the wording, it wasn't well done. You know, because they were like afraid about you know American audiences, even though 
if you're playing a game that's completely subtitled, you're probably much more open to different cultures by that point. Right. <laughs> so you're not going to get upset as much. Mm-hmm. But that being made, they're like, after Yakuza 4, it bombed because they didn't advertise to do anything. And then, like, Sony saw potential, like, there was a cult following because Sony was a lot more in touch with the U.S. audience than Sega was at the time. They paid Sega to bring the game over. And then I think that really did a lot better than expected. And then they finally brought Yakuza 0 and did the marketing and then kind of really took off from there. So Yeah. Uh-huh. It really took Sony and them buying Atlas to get their crap together and realize yeah. people want more than just Sonic here in the U.S. from them. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, Yakuza's probably Sega's best franchise. Well, they finally bought Star Fantasy 2 you know, online, which, you know, is a diff- has its own cult following as well. And that took, like, eight, nine years after it came out to figure that out, despite mm-hmm. how people wanted it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I have, I have, uh, I finished off Kiwami 1 and 2. I have 3 I still need to play through, and then I have 4 and 5 and 6 and Judgment still left to play through. Oh, that's so, so much. I've beat them all. Yeah. I haven't, be- I bought the remaster. I haven't replayed the remasters yet. I just wanted it for my collection, and yeah, it was a good it. deal for yeah. 3 gains, but my personal favorite would probably be 4 and 5. Even though I kind of started out, it's a little more biased, because obviously they've always rebuilt on top of each game. Mm-hmm. I mean, story, first one's probably, for, the first story in the first one is probably my favorite, but five is the Pretty best good. overall game because it has multiple cities, well, like areas of each city, mm. and it's just you know it's really cool how they took all these different stories and interconnected them at the end. Like it worked yeah. pretty well, surprisingly. So that, have you uh, called, have you had a oh, chance to play six yet? Six? Yeah. Oh yeah, I beat six. Yeah, that was good. I, I wouldn't say the weakest one for me would be three. I think. Yeah. Um, and granted, I, I need to replay 3, the remaster, because I know they've added back all the stuff they cut out, because I played the PS3 version originally. Mm-hmm. Um, I like 6, it was good, it's just kind of, you know, it, it's kind of weird, you go from 5, which had multiple characters and cities, just back to Kiru, which is, from that point was nice, but there's only like two locations, so it's just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's hard, it's like, you're, I think they want to bring it back down to Earth, and which is what they did, but just still, you kind of go from like all that it's like going from like GTA five to GTA three or something like, like, you know, you went backwards a little bit and, and I get why they did it from a story wise is really well done. And it's a good story. It's just kind of like, it's like, Oh, I miss seeing some of the characters from the past games. that didn't really show up or just had a really brief cameo Interesting. when they usually more prominent. <clears throat> so. Cool. I need, uh, I'm looking forward to finally beating those at some point in my life. Uh, I don't know oh, they when have, they have the new uh, RPG <laughs> one that's coming out. If you stop playing destiny long enough, yeah, well, my clan we needs should, me. We should uh, talk to him, our friend Daniel. He's a big Destiny 2 player. so I play it too, or have, but not recently. I'm planning to run... Get in your clan. <laughs> I'm planning to run a flawless uh, Last Wish this weekend with the clan. So. I need to get back into it, because I played it when it came out, and I just kind of dropped it, and I haven't really picked it up since I've done so much. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of overwhelming to jump back into. It I is! Tried. I, I did. I was like, oh... I didn't beat the game originally, so I was trying to do that, and I had no, I had no mm. idea where the hell I was going. So. Well, good news, guys. They're taking out a lot of content, so there's <laughs> not going to be so much for you to do anymore. Uh, yeah, that Beyond Light expansion seems strange. I don't understand that. Yeah, uh, I hope expansion. People, people are expecting Beyond Light to be basically Destiny 3 right now, and mm. with the amount of content they're taking out, it better well be... It's actually going to be Destiny 1.5. I mean, oh, they sorry. are bringing in Destiny 1 stuff, so... Yeah. So <laughs> going backwards. They're, so they're basically um, adapting the Kingdom Hearts model. Mm-hmm. 
Oh no! Don't say that! Don't say it! Don't say it! <laughs> I am a. I have played all that series. Well, the main series. I I can't. I haven't played all the. I played yeah, one. Else. The one at what was the one after one? I can't remember. Two. No, that wasn't. <laughs> oh oh oh! The Chain DS of Memories. Yeah, Chain, Chain of Memories. I got to the end. I didn't finish that. Then I played half of two, and then I was like, I'm done. Come on, Patrick. This is the Kingdom Hearts series. Two doesn't come after one. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no, just like three is the twelfth game or something like that. I I still. I still can't believe they sold. I don't know. It was full price. It was at least thirty bucks. Like the de- the demo of three, you know, with two point eight. You know, it's like the pre the, this little prequel story. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that had multiple things with it. It, it did. It did. But it's just kind of like the whole. It had one of gonna... the best Kingdom Hearts games, Dream Drop Distance. I actually want to play that one day, just because uh, my favorite non mainline series was the uh, one in PSP, which I haven't a brain fart. Really, Birth oh, by that... Sleep. That was a good one. It had the combat from the from the PS2 games the first time. So at the time I didn't. It was okay on PSP, but I tried to play it in the 2.5 collection, and the worlds just felt so empty, like you know, blown up on yeah. the big screen. I know that's. I've seen that with other PSP games. Like, I remember, like I played GTA Liberty Stories, which was like a prequel to three, mm-hmm. and they did a pretty good job bringing it in. But it's like. The PSP was pretty revolutionary at the time, but it really needed the R2 button, like a second button. Oh, yeah. And it just really struggled with that. And it only had one camera, so it's like they did it the best they could. But it's like when you go from, like, you know, a true, you know, like I have it right here, like, you know, joystick with both analogs and both L1 and R2, you know, L1 and L2, mm-hmm. it, it really adds a lot more depth to the gameplay, which, you know, that's what's kind of missing. Or it's, like, more complicated. You have to, like, hold something, then touch something else. And then they made the Vita and still didn't give it an R2 or L2. <laughs> no, I, they gave it a touchback. Yeah, yeah, it was a touchback. The Vita was honestly, I think the Vita is a very underrated system. It just, I think so too. I think it was it just never good. caught on in the West. Yeah, did well yeah but the the PS4 remote play was goofy. I still remember one day when Peter was playing Destiny One on Vita, and he kept <laughs> like he was trying to do the touchback stuff because Destiny needs the R two and L two a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was really yeah. clunky. <laughs> well, and the other issue, I almost feel like that technology, not the Vita, the remote play, is still not really ready yet. Like, I know you have Google Stadia now trying to do it, like the, the streaming. Microsoft's system. xCloud seems to be pretty solid so far. That's good, because I know like, they, did, they had the PS4 remote. remote play on PC as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, again, had the same streaming stability issues, even when you're in network as well, like the same house. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to try xCloud, but, you know, I'm always home, so I don't need to. <laughs> right, exactly. Now that we're always home, we don't need any of this. <laughs> right, like, now is not the time to put out a streaming service. This portable well, Justin, gaming. Did you see how I got, like, I bought two monitors oh and God. two Roku's in my living room, so I got, like, three screens now, like a yeah. sports book. <laughs> and you only watch sports on them? No, no, I had, I had games in New York on one of them last night. <laughs> oh. I mean, I pay HBO. I better get my money's worth. Yeah. So. Aw, Kitty. Where are you going? He wants. He wants. He wants. Uh, uh he wants board. to climb up top on that shelf there. He hey, probably yeah. does. He got on the fridge last night. I saw that. Okay, your butt's on my face. Oh. Oh, cat butt. No. Oh my god, dude. Oh, that was almost bad. <laughs> I heard something crack. It was my chair. The the uh, the headrest moves. Mm. And he oh, doesn't know okay. that. I actually thought, yeah, it, it sounded a lot worse at first. <laughs> yeah, you should put them on the Justin Cat Cam. I don't have it anymore. 
Oh, it didn't really off. work. No. It wouldn't stay. It, yeah. I'm going to set it back up in the basement um, when I have a better setup for it. But. You should create the Brook Cam. <laughs> you don't want to see what it, she's up to. She'd be, it'd just be her on Tumblr looking at cats. Uh, for a while, it was just her playing Harvest Moon all the time. <laughs> With cats? Uh, she got a cat, yeah. <laughs> Good. Should have had one in the bathroom when she locked herself in there that one time. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this, just the idea of a camera in the bathroom is just a little creepy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Don't be big brother. Right. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's it for me. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Justin, what are you going to uh, I also actually haven't been playing too much because uh, I've been busy in the basement. But um, I don't think I played any Avengers this past week. What? Uh, no, that's, no, that's a lie. A lie. I, did, I did one mission with a friend uh, Saturday night, I think. Um, because I hadn't been playing with him, because for one, he hasn't beaten the story yet. Um, but also, he's playing in brutal difficulty. And so I was like, yeah. Like, I don't... I, I got excited for you to have the game so we could do multiplayer, but I don't think I'm ever going to play with you. <laughs> um, but he asked if I wanted to run a villain sector, so I was like, alright, I'll see. Like, maybe it'll be okay. Um, so I jumped in, and he... Uh, he didn't have all the characters unlocked, so I couldn't play as Thor. <laughs> but that was fine. Um, we ran the villain sector. It was the uh, the Taskmaster one. And it went okay. Uh, like, the, the brutal difficulty wasn't as bad as I thought, except the computer players were being stupid. But the Taskmaster fight was hard, because like the, basically the way they do the difficulty change is they just give everyone a bunch of shield. So, like, it's really not that different as far as like the you know the attack patterns and stuff. They just hit harder and have like a whole bar of shield along with their health. Um, so it's everything takes forever. So fighting Taskmaster, who specifically you know is really good at like the um, the uh, counters and things like that, was pretty brutal. Um, and he also disappeared at one point, and I got a a, pic- a screenshot of. Just a, a floating jetpack in the air, <laughs> and we had no idea where he was. And he just suddenly popped back up and and like killed both of us at once. So I'm pretty sure that was a glitch. Uh, but the floating jetpack never went away, and that was pretty amusing. Did you see um, that video where uh, there was a guy playing Hulk and he like used the pim particles to make the guy small and then threw him off the building? No. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's how you beat the boss. Like the ta- like Taskmaster can be on the on the building, right? So you can just yeah. make him small and then pick him up and throw him off, and that's it. That's amazing. <laughs> I'll have to try that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have been playing some 3DS games actually. Whoa! Uh, I know because I'm doing a video on my favorite uh, 3DS games, um, and. I remembered, like I hadn't, I hadn't really done any 3ds com- content or anything because the uh, the emulator didn't run super well on my computer, so there was only like very few games I could actually run smoothly. Hmm. Um, but they've improved the Citra emulator a lot, and I also remembered that my hacked 3ds uh, can wirelessly stream content to the PC, so I can actually like play on my 3ds, and it shows up on the computer screen. And then I can OBS record that window. Yeah. So I'm actually like like natively playing a 3DS game and recording 
you know, a feed of it. There you go. Um, the frame rate's not perfect, but it's good enough. <laughs> uh, like, it's it's usually between, like, 35 and 45 frames a second. And most uh, uh, most 3DS games are 60 frames a second. So, like, it's not, you know, stuttery by any means. It's just not as steady as the actual game is. But um, if I speed it up in post to, like, 105% or so, you don't notice it. Because it, you know, it kind of kills any of those uh, stuttering frames. Um, so it actually works really well and allowed me to record a bunch of games that, like, you know, I've pretty much beaten. Rather than having to download a ROM of them, start over at the beginning and... So that's been really nice. Um, most of the time I spent with uh, Kirby Planet Robot, which is still a very good game, and I'm sad I didn't play it when it came out. Um, I, I need to jump back into that, actually. Because like, that's one that I didn't play until I hacked my 3DS and downloaded it. And it instantly became one of my favorite 3DS games. <laughs> um, but it was already so late that like I didn't really care about my 3DS that much. <laughs> So while I love playing it, I hate playing it on the 3DS. Um, and then I also have been playing quite a bit of Nintendo Dogs and Cats. Hmm. Um, because I didn't own that. Like, there's a few games that I, like, used to have, and I guess I sold. Uh, like Mario Kart 7, for example. I went to get footage of that, and I couldn't find it. <laughs> so I guess I sold it. Um, but, yeah, so I had to download Nintendo Dogs and Cats and start over, uh on my 3ds file but like you don't have everything you can do at first so i have to like it's kind of the animal crossing syndrome <coughs> you have to play so many days to unlock everything mm -hmm. so i have the video recorded i like i you know i wrote everything up like just based on what i would play uh because i i, I know the game already um and then i recorded the video but I can't put that part in there until I can get the footage. Mm -hmm. So I'm basically waiting until I can get far enough into Nintendogs to actually get the footage I need for it. Which is a little frustrating, but it's still a really fun game. Um, it's just, it's it's slow to start. Um, but I, I picked a Corgi this time, because Corgis are adorable. Um, and I'm just waiting to, to save up money to get a cat uh, so I can have them like interact and stuff. But oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, it's a cool game. Uh, and, like, I went to the kennel and picked out a cat, and then I saw how much they are, and I'm like, dang it, I don't have enough money. So now I'm grinding out money to afford my cat. How do you get money? Uh, pretty much you do competitions. Um, so, like, you can put the dog into, like, a, uh, like, frisbee throwing competition, or there's, like, lure training, uh, where they chase, like, a toy that's, you know, pulled, um, on a, on a course. And there's, like, a, there's like an AR card thing, um, like the augmented reality cards that come with the 3DS. Mm -hmm. There's something with those, and I don't remember that, and I can't find my AR cards. I know I've got them somewhere, but I can't find them right now, uh, so I can't do that part. Um, but then there's a few other things you can do, but as far as making money, I think those are the only ones. Um, but like you can go visit a cat cafe and like uh, you know take your dog in there. And like buy a like a treat for him and a drink for you, and then like someone else will be there with their pet, and so you can like have them play with each other at the cafe, which is pretty cool. Like, there's some really fun stuff in that game. Um, 
it just sucks that I can't put more time into it each day because like you can only compete in two competitions a day. Mm. So if you don't win, you don't get a lot of money. Kind of reminds me of those, like, reminds you like a precursor to mobile games. Honestly, it feels a lot like a mobile game. Um, Even though it is trying to be mobile, I mean mobile phone, let's say. Right. Phone game. Because like a lot of it does kind of feel like microtransaction-y. Like it's all in-game currency, but like, you know, you have to feed and, and water your dog, obviously, and you have to buy him toys and all this stuff. Um, and like they're cheap, but it's the kind of thing where like if it was a mobile game, like they would definitely nickel and dime you on that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because like you're limited in how much money you can make in a day, it kind of feels like that energy system, you know, but yeah. So I, I have to keep grinding out in that. Um, and let's see, I didn't put too much time into anything else. A lot of it was like games have already beaten, just kind of jumping back in just to kind of get, you know, generic footage of it to play. Um, I, uh, I did some more with Mario 3D Land, um, which is a good segue into the next one. And man, that's still a really good game. Like the worst part about that game is that it's on the 3DS because I was emulating it. Um, and like at 4k resolution, it's beautiful. Like it looks like a Switch game. Just, you know, obviously like less stuff on screen, but it is very high quality. Um, and, like, it's got a really strong art style, and, like, the level designs are great, like, it's one of my favorite Mario games, and I hadn't really played it much since, like, it came out in probably 2012, 2013, something like that, so, like, I forgot how good it is. I'm probably going to, like, just replay that whole game. (laughs) It's a very good collection. No, the Mario 3D Land isn't in that collection. It's a 3D game. Oh, I'm sorry. I I thought you were Um, talking about the collection. No, that's what I'm talking about next uh so yeah also i got the uh mario 3d all-stars collection in today um i didn't get as much time with it as i wanted because i went physical like i never go physical anymore um but i got the physical version and it didn't deliver until like 3 30 or something like that um so like i finished up work and put half an hour into it and then i had to go work on dinner and then you know the electrician and all that um so i was able to get a a, a bit of a taste for mario galaxy uh just because i wanted to see how the control scheme worked with it and like that game feels really good on the detached joy con um because you know it is a wii game so it's got the motion controls in there but like not having to worry about a sensor bar or anything um you hit the R button on the Joy-Con to uh, to make the, the cursor show up. And then it's just gyro controls, basically. So, like, you know, you move the remote around and the the mouse moves with you perfectly. Um, if it gets off center, you hit R again. It centers up to what you're pointing at at the time. You're good to go. Like, it's so easy. Uh, and... <laughs> It's way smoother than it was on Wii because half the time in that it would desync because you'd lose track of where you were on the sensor bar. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely going to enjoy playing that again. Uh, I had set it up a little while ago before this collection was announced um, to play on PC with the PS4 controller uh, because you can actually use like the gyroscope inside that controller to map the motion controls to. Mm-hmm. But 
it didn't feel quite right because you're holding the controller in both hands. So when you're moving it around, like you're, it just, it, it's not, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just not precise. Do you have that same issue if you do the, you know, attach the joy cons as well? You know, I didn't try that. Probably though, because you only like it's only the right Joy-Con that's that's the motion, hmm. uh, which is why it I feels good. That, I think, yeah. yeah, that's why it feels good because like you can just hold the left, you know, for for movement and stuff, and then the right, you're you know you're jumping, aiming, like it's pretty natural. Um, with the PS4 controller, it was like you're moving your entire like your whole hands. You know, it's I had that issue with the PS3 at times when they did mm-hmm. that. Remember that the motion. The six axis. Yeah, I was I was almost say sure axis, but I know that wasn't right. For nope, a second. it's a palindrome for some stupid. But anyway, reason. yeah, it's like there was like some games you turn the wheel, you had to do this, and it's just yeah. like it's just like you know, it's like what you know, like what is this crap? <laughs> like you know, just let me do a little. You know, I don't mind doing the roller on the R three or L three or something, but just like you know, it's just like and it was weird because you're, you're holding like this, you know, is that like this or something? You know, like a true wheel. You're like scrunched up <laughs> yeah it's not un- uncomfortable i'm i'm glad they got away from that gimmick like the ps4 controller still has motion in it but it's not needed for really anything um but it comes in handy for stuff like that um but yeah anyway so mario galaxy is still very good it looks amazing um the only again the only thing that holds it back is the uh the cutscenes because they were clearly like full motion video mm-hmm. and so they're not as upscaled as the rest of the game is um, they look not necessarily uh, ripped out of the Wii, but they don't look as good as like the game in motion does. <laughs> um, it, it was probably hard to update that because that's literally like 480p at right. the time. Yeah, and then I briefly uh, jumped into Mario 64, um, just because like I'm not a huge fan of Sunshine, and I want to like give that a proper attention. So to test it out, I wanted to do the two that I like more to compare. You know. Um, and Mario 64 felt faster. Like, specifically, I did the uh, the race against the Koopa Troopa um, <clears throat> in Babam Battlefield, and, like, I was just zipping. Like, I left him <laughs> in the dust. And, like, I know the game is still running at 30 frames a second uh, because it's emulated and they couldn't apparently do anything else with it. Uh, but it just, it feels really smooth. Like, obviously, it, you know, the frame rate is constant. Like, it's it's optimized, but he just felt faster. Like the game was actually moving faster or something. Hmm. It's been a long time since I've played it. And the last time I did play it was the DS version, uh, which, you know, the physics and stuff are a little different, but it just, it, it felt better. I'll say that. Hmm. Um, but it just didn't feel the same. I don't know. I don't Does know how it? to explain it. Okay. So I've had slowdown with our Mario 64 before. Does it still have the slowdown in those areas, or...? What areas? Okay, I, I can't remember specifically, but... I remember sometimes, like, when there's too much stuff going on in the Mario 64, there'll be a little bit of slowdown. I mean, I didn't notice any. Okay. Um, but I also spent, like, maybe ten minutes with it. Yeah, it's probably, like, later levels. Like, I remember specifically, like, maybe the lava levels or the, uh... The desert mm. levels, there was some slowdown. But it's not, like, you know, a huge thing. Yeah, I mean, that was an N64 launch title. It was not, like, the performance on it wasn't great. Right. <laughs> Back it was then. still a really good game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I haven't 
played through the whole thing since the N64 days. Uh, oh, I got, okay. You know, I, I actually, I preferred <laughs> Mario 64 DS. Like, I think that's a better version. Yeah. Um, and so I played through whatever, Ben. Um, so I played through a lot more of that one. Um, but I'm excited to jump back into the original and like, you know, see if, see if I remember it, you know? Um, same with Sunshine to an extent, but I just, like I said, I never, I never really gave that game a fair shake. So I just kind of want to like actually sit down and play through the whole thing. That's why I'm doing the other two first, because I can just kind of jump back and forth, but then actually like sit down and play through Sunshine. Yeah, real quick, Justin, I'm kind of wondering, but do you think you may like Sunshine more now that you're older? Because I've kind of had that with some games where didn't like it as much as younger, but like as I gotten older, because, you know, obviously you mature and your tastes <clears throat> change over time. Yeah, I think it's possible. Um, the only reason I would think maybe I wouldn't is because when I most recently played it was just, you know, emulated GameCube version. Um, and I really didn't even get out of the first level. Whereas, like, as a kid, I actually kind of got, you know, through some of the worlds and and put some substantial time into it. Um, but also, like, there's something about emulating games like that that I just, I never spend as much time on them. I think it's like playing it in a window on my PC with an unconventional controller versus, like, you know, playing it on a system where the button mapping, like, on screen matches the controller buttons you're pushing it's just that that native idea just makes it feel better, um, especially with things like Mario Galaxy, where they actually adapted the controllers to the controller or adapted the controls to the controller. Um, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that I'll like it more. Um, tune I, I back next week like, the, the to hear differences. his thoughts on tune in next week. Yeah. I mean, I, I I probably won't have played it by next week. But. Okay, tune in a month from now. That's more accurate. Okay, I'll definitely play it before the PS5 comes out. <laughs> How about that? Uh, so you done? I think so. All right. So running in with the stone oh, chair. Oh no, I'm not actually. Ben. Hold on. Sorry. I I have a show and tell item that I forgot about in relation to this game. So I pre-ordered it at Walmart and it came with this cool uh sticker set. That's like this isn't the sticker set, but it's like um a special uh like pre-order bonus and it's got cool stickers for each game. Wow. So there's like and the the logos also are <clears throat> are stickers. You're going to put that I don't on even know your, if this is clear. Uh, you're going to put that on way. your binder. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. They're really reflective. It's, it's tough. They, were, they might look cool in a bag or something. Yeah. So there's the Mario Sunshine ones. <clears throat> and my favorite, the Mario Galaxy ones. It just reminds yeah, like, me of stickers that you get to put on your binder at high school. or middle school. I can see that. But no, I just thought it was really cool. Like, I mean, you know, the price wasn't any different. But I get these cool stickers with it. Like, they're a nice collectible. <coughs> so, yeah. Now I'm done. Alright, running in with a kendo stick now. We have Ben. Yeah, uh, I'm alive. Uh, so, I'll be quick. Uh, That's what she said. Yeah, um, this is, no, I, I can't really say that because it's been 10 years. Uh, I have... Dark. Um, 
Out, I've been playing more Outer Worlds, of course, and I'm going to say it right now, and shout out to the boys at Obsidian and Private Division, uh, this is my favorite science fiction RPG. Like, it hits all my buttons, it gives me the satisfaction of exploration, combat, story, even though the main narrative isn't the most compelling, everything else around it is enough compelling, um, especially with the last part, remember, you get Naoka. Oh my god, she's my favorite so far. I love her. Uh, she has more depth than any of them. Also, Felix right. being a being a huge dumbass. God, Felix, you're so fucking dumb, but I love you. Um, one of the I don't like is Max, but then like I did his side quest, and I'm like, he's like minor spoiler for Max, but like he's kind of broken because I didn't have a certain stat up to get him the outcome he <clears throat> would have like to make him happy. So he's kind of like. Like if you know Max, he's like his whole thing is like he believe he they're part of this religion. I say that in used terms where they everybody's part of the plan, and he's been trying to find this thing. And I finally find this thing, and then I don't have my uh, persuade stat to make him tell like translate this book. And so he's like, "Oh, it's all fucked up. It's all for nothing." So I'm like, "Damn, okay." I, f- I feel bad for you, Max. Uh, but also before that, we found the dude who stole the book from him. And I was like, "We're no, we're not gonna kill him." I did kill him afterwards. <laughs> After we said <laughs> we're not gonna kill him, I didn't save scum that one. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's great. Uh, it's it's such a fantastic uh, game. Um, I, again, I wish the Switch version was a lot better optimized in its resolution, you know. But you can't help for that; it's still playable. The frame rate is mostly consistent. Um, I mean, I think it's, it's telling that you love it so much, despite it being the Switch right. version. Like, yeah, that's to the quality of the game. Yeah, I can't wait to play it on the Xbox One. I, I will do another playthrough of it, uh, probably more so on the Xbox One, just because I won't be as, I don't know, maybe I will be as addictive. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, I love it. It's commitment to everything helps it. Because, again, the main story is, like, Phineas telling you, hey, go do this for me. Hey, go do this for me. It's not really that strong, but, again, everything else around it is uh, is fantastic. And uh, uh, Sorry, Patrick, did you ever play that? I haven't beaten it. Um, I still need to okay. beat it. I apologize. It is a very good anything. game, though. It is probably... It's it's definitely one of the best... I should say best. That's very subjective. It's a really well done um, sci-fi RPG, which I feel like is very lacking in that genre. Because mm-hmm. besides Mass Effect, which is one of my all-time favorite series, <laughs> despite, even despite the end of the 3, which I won't go into, it's like, I love sci-fi and space, and it's like, I get tired how everything's just basically shooter, shooter, shooter. Star Wars, Star Wars, shooter, shooter, MMO, Star Wars, Star Wars. So it was nice to have something that was different and fresh. Yeah, okay. I could, I just couldn't remember if you checked that or not. No, I, I chase rabbits of games. You know, I play a game, and another game comes out, and another game comes out, and another game yeah. comes out. That's what I was with it, too. I got super into it for, like, two weeks, and then I haven't gone back to it. But I'm I pretty want far. To. I'm, like, good 20 hours in, so I'm pretty far. So. Okay. And- I think it helps that I have the Switch version, so I can I take it everywhere. So like I take it right. to work, I do a mission there, I, I travel to this planet here, or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I honestly like I wish progress transferred between the PC Game Pass version and the Xbox Game Pass version, because like I said, I, I think that's one of those games that I would feel better playing on a console, like on the TV, rather than on my computer screen. P- computer screen, but it is what it is. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and then just, you know, Patrick saying about Mass Effect, this is the closest, I've said it before, but this is the closest, like, I've gotten to, like, Mass Effect where, like, I actually feel like I'm a space captain who's trying to do good in the world with occasional assholery because, hey, this world's cold and but sometimes you just gotta deal with an asshole by shooting well, him in the kneecaps. Also, the dick, sometimes being a dick is just funnier. Like, yeah, yeah, all it's especially great, yeah. Mass Effect. They did oh. Mass Effect Two was the best. Like, I oh love, for sure. I loved him, but I was always a good guy. But I couldn't pass up some renegade. Moments. Sometimes you just got to shove a guy out of the window, and that's perfectly fine. Or um, blow Krogan up. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm going to be playing. I think I'm near the end. I'm, I'm heading to the gated city, uh, Byzantium, which is sort of like the rich, the, the rich, the rich people live, the entitled people. So. Part of me wants to just go in there guns blazing and just burn down capitalism, but I want to see where it goes and see how it tries to corrupt me, because something tells me it will. But we'll see how that goes. Um, just save before you go in and then try all the options. True. Oh, no. Real quick, which which planet's kind of like, not the gated city, but there's like another city where um, it's really rich and you're like renegade, like medical pirate doctor's family's there. I'm trying to remember what city that is. Or planet um, that is. The medic? I mean... That's Remember it, the pirate, you know, lady that's in your team. I'm terrible with names, so I don't want to like Ellie. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, yeah. on. She was on Groundbreaker. I haven't gone to her home planet because she's the only one of my crewmates who has yet. I've done every other crewmate except for Sam, the robot who I love, and <laughs> Ellie. They have yet to come up to me like, "Hey, I got a problem." Felix has come up to me with a problem. Max Pravati, um, and then Naoka. I completed her storyline, um, but n- not Ellie yet. I keep waiting. Uh, but I like having her, her and Felix together because I feel like they play off each other pretty well. Um, that's another thing that keeps me playing is the, is the dialogue between the characters and just how like that characterization. It's so it's it's so, it's so good. I'll will find myself listening to them. Um, oh, yeah. no. spoiler then. <laughs> so yeah, I've done her side story. So okay, I, I'm sure it'll, it'll pop up at some point. Um, but besides that, uh, I did stream again. I'm I'm actually I'm, I'm consistent. What a surprise. Uh, for two weeks at least. Uh, I was going to stream Panzer Dragoon Remake and just scream Panzer Dragoon for like two hours, but... Pants Dragon! La- yeah, but at the last moment, I was like, I kind of want to do Mega Man X4 again, but with Zero. And I thought about it, I'm like, man, is this going to be bad? Because I usually struggle with Zero, because especially with certain bosses, and it actually requires skill, which I have none. So <laughs> I was like, well, let's just do it. And surprisingly... I, I I it was a fun game to play through. Um, you crushed that run. Uh, no, I didn't. It was okay. Um, but uh, like m- like for the like Mad Dragoon, I think I only died like twice with him, and then like I think like I just keep getting off. It was like it, what you saw if you saw me stream it, and you saw me dealing with Mad Dragoon throwing Hadoukens and Shurikens. That's how I deal with them in a fighting game. I'm, that's why I don't call myself good. I'm trash. I consider myself trash because I just like I jump into shit. Why are you jumping? Stop jumping, you idiot! Uh, but uh, otherwise, it's still a, still a such a fine game. That game is well. That aged. boss rush is bogus, though. Uh, it's fine. Uh, I think it's fine. Uh, X is so much easier just because you can just stunlock everybody. But oh yeah, and I streamed X four uh, tattoo. I, did, I I completed Mega Man X four for like the hundredth time. I think I don't know because uh, that game is super fun to play. Mm-hmm. X is always basic bitch mode, but it's fun basic bitch mode. <laughs> but it's so it's and I, I think I remember freaking out when I got the jump slash with uh, with Zero. Since I pretty much just call it jump slash the game where he does like a twirl. Uh, such a fun game. No, I don't mm. need to go into more to it, but it's 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 been a, it was a good time uh, streaming those. I probably won't be streaming 
any other X Games going forward, unless it's because I don't want to do X Five on stream. Cause I don't want to get mad on stream. Um, this is not. And I, I maybe if I like start taking like donations or something, I, that's not even in consideration right now. But if I do, maybe like, hey, if you hit a certain goal, I'll do X Six. But we'll see. Uh, fuel my uh, fuel it by with greed. Um, X Six is better than X Five. No, it's not. That's good. That's a garbage <laughs> hot take. Um. But uh X six is harmlessly bad. I broke a P- broke a PS one controller because of the bullshit that game throws at you. At least X five has some kind of redeeming <sighs> qualities. X six is, is a nothing game. X six is randomizer of the game. It's literally a legalized a, a published randomizer. That's what that shit is. Uh but enough of X six. Um and then just to just to round off for me, because uh, I don't really want to talk about anything else, uh I played uh the Mario Stars, the 3D collection, because I was going to get it physically, but I was like, I kept seeing people getting their pre-orders canceled, and I'm like, do I really want to fucking wait? And do I really want to take Outer Worlds out of the cartridge slot? I really don't. <laughs> so I just bought it digitally, played it this morning, and God, I, I, I went straight to Galaxy. Fuck Sunshine, fuck 64, <laughs> they don't matter. Yeah. Don't care about them. I did end up booting them up, and I immediately backed out. Uh, Sunshine I'm the most curious about just because I never played it. I skipped mm-hmm. over it. Even my dad, I remember my dad telling me back in like 2002 that like it's not a good game, so you don't want to play it, even though we <laughs> had a GameCube, um, which is odd. I gotta say, though, like, as a GameCube game, it still looks amazing. That's all right. Like, all they had to do was put it <laughs> widescreen and up the resolution, and it, like, it looks like a modern game. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I would agree if you were talking about Resident Evil 4, but, like, okay, I'll leave you to that, Justin. But Mario Galaxy, I'm not going to make any kind of caveats. It still feels amazing. Uh, I played it exclusively in handheld mode, and um, and my fears were confirmed. Uh, everything is touchscreen, which isn't too bad. Uh, it just takes a little used to, mm-hmm. uh, basically swiping the screen to get star bits, and that's just more at my ADD than anything else. But it was fun. God... That sound effect when you collect star bits is so <laughs> fucking good, and I just want to keep collecting them. Um, so, but so far, if and, and it felt good to just press Y to uh, to spin. So luckily, yeah. that's not tied to emotion anymore. Um, I unlocked the um, the the dolphin ride, uh, and I don't know how that plays in motion in. Uh, oh in dang, Penn you got pretty far yeah i i got all three stars on the first world uh and, god that that music is so fucking good and i was all i i almost got all the stars in the b galaxy so i i'm saying this right now i'm gonna try to get all 240 power stars to get luigi because i've never done it before uh and i can do it now i feel like i can do it now just because i can take it on the go and it's 120 power stars that 120? unlocks luigi and then you oh, replay the game as luigi okay so i'm gonna try to get all 120 power stars to get luigi and play as luigi and then casually play it again and you know because i want to unlock luigi yeah um so uh we'll see how that goes uh, I'm not going to stream it or anything, but, like, God, it's so... It's, like, I love Odyssey, right? Odyssey is, like, a different beast. But Galaxy, uh, and I wrote this in our, 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 our private Discord, but, like, it's just fucking comfort food at this point. <laughs> it's And funny enough, with the original Galaxy, uh, I, um, the game, the, the version I bought, the disc was kind of scratched or kind of messed up, but not too bad. And I played through 99% of the game. Bowser fight? Eh. I, I, it, it stops at the Bowser fight, so I've never technically beaten Mario Galaxy. Uh, I've beaten Galaxy Two. God, that game is also good. Yeah. But 
Did you 100% oh, well? No, did no, you no, get no. everything? I don't remember. It's been a while. Okay. You would um, remember because the Grandmaster Galaxy is fantastic. No, I don't. Then I didn't. Um, okay. It's been a while. I, I think I just beat the game. But yeah, no, it, it feels great just playing it. It feels, again, it feels a little weird um, when uh, the weird, the one thing I'm going to be annoyed with is when you have to do those blue things where like Mario has, like you have to touch them for Mario to come along. That's when I feel like that's going to be the most intrusive. And I wish there was a way that could have done something else with it, but I think I can live, or maybe I'll just save those levels to play on the TV, which yeah. is not the biggest sacrifice. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say I don't know if you were here yet, but like the Joy-Con controls feel really good. I I'm sure, but I wanna I wanna see how it feels with the Pro Controller um, first, uh, because I like using my Pro Controller, and I don't yeah. really like using the Joy Cons unless I absolutely have to when I'm on the go, because uh, my Pro Controller is not leaving my house. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's great. Um, I, 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 that's all I really have to say about it. Uh, I'll be definitely pl- pl- pretty pretty much my time will be this week is between more Outer Worlds and more Super Mario Galaxy, aka the best Mario game there is. That's enough for me. I'll yeah. shut up. Back in my closet. Bye bye. I like Galaxy Two more than Galaxy One. They're you both just, great games. They are. I mean, you are yeah. just full of like weird hot takes tonight. Well, I have that's, a specific reason for that. Pers- persona it's true it's it's me as a person um patrick's dealt with it for like 20 years unfortunately Um, unfortunately. but um the reason i say that not to derail things too far but Mm -hmm. galaxy 2 is definitely a more like kind of you know structured level based game but i think it is it gives you more for your completion um like, the levels in general are more uh, diverse, for one, because it's, like, smaller, bite-sized galaxies rather than these big worlds that you have to get, like, you know, seven or eight stars in or whatever. Um, I don't think there's a single galaxy that has more than, like, four. So And they're not... He's, like, leaning in. Like, he's really excited to, to backtalk me. <laughs> anyway, um... And... Galaxy 2, like, because they're more bite-sized and, like, you know, don't have as many stars in them, they have a lot more variety of worlds. So there's, like, all these different things you do in that game. Um, it just feels, it's, it's, it's good for ADD, I think. But also, like, the end of Galaxy 1, you get all of the stars as Mario, you unlock Luigi. You play through the whole game again as Luigi, you get, like, a, a final galaxy that's basically just, um, going through the uh like the star festival or whatever with a star at the end like it's not that interesting galaxy 2 same way you get all of the stars you unlock luigi uh you finish the whole game as luigi there's also like new stars as luigi um like these these like hidden green stars that you have to get um and then you do the whole thing and you unlock like a uh like a star road type thing uh, that takes you to the Grandmaster Galaxy. That's like a super hard, like, uh, like challenge gauntlet, kind of like the end of Odyssey. Um, and then once you beat that, you get another version of it where you can't die. You have to get through the whole thing without dying. So again, like Odyssey. Um, so I just think, like, they put a lot more time into, like, the diverse levels of content in Galaxy 2. Um, even though it is just basically building off of what made Galaxy 1 great. But that's that's my soapbox there. 
I mean, it's not too uncommon. The sequel to be better. Right, because they already had everything built, so they could focus yeah. more on the level design and stuff like that. Yeah, and build on top of that. I mean, it's like yeah. Mass Effect 2 is... Well, sometimes you go backwards like Mass Effect 3 in terms of story, but that's why yeah. gameplay is better in 2 and 3. You guys right. Wow, just, just like Majora's Mask out. is better than Ocarina of Time. We are just throwing out hot takes today, aren't we? Okay. Excuse me oh, while I eat were chicken. Were you here when I talked about Mass Effect, Ben? I don't think so. Uh, I was saying I love the series. It's one of my all-time favorites. It's just kind of... I even, like, forgive the end in a third just because I love the series so much. But it's, like, one of those, like... It's, like, Shane because it's, like, it's such a great game in terms of gameplay and some other elements, but then just kind of ruin it with a rush story. <laughs> so, anyway, let's just stop there before we go on, like, an hour discussion <laughs> of Mass Effect War theories. Cause it's Turn into an Ace Attorney skit. Oh, God. Uh, can we get another beer real quick? No. <laughs> go ahead. You're not the host, Justin. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Alright, so what have I been up to? I've been uh, mostly playing Avengers, uh, mostly like the online stuff and the endgame grind. And mm-hmm. I am very much disliking the endgame grind. It feels like it's uh, it's just way too repetitive for what yeah. it is. Um, all the levels look the same now, all the... Like, you can tell which building you're going into. It's like, oh, it's going to be like this. Like, Yeah. Uh, Dude, I had that when I was doing Thor's Iconic Mission. I could not keep focused for more than five minutes before. Like, okay, stop. <laughs> Look at Twitter. Yeah. Okay, but to fall asleep. Like, I'm, yeah. I, I kind of lost focus a little bit after beating the story. Can, can I just can I just have them talk, please? Can I just have more of those? Can more of scenes with Steve and Tony talking about how, like, yo, I took your dick if... We're about to die in space. It's okay, bro. That's totally seen it happen. You gotta That's press totally what X, Y, <laughs> X, Y, and B, and start before it happens. And uh, Nolan North will say that to you, Steve Rogers. Yeah, but then, like apparently after you beat all of like the the post game campaign missions, you get another cutscene, like another story cutscene. So like I feel like I have to keep going to get that. Well, I'm nearly there. I'm probably like five sevenths out of getting yeah. there. Like I'm nearly there. Uh, I'm just leveling up on some of my alt characters now, just like the other ones. Like, I started working on, uh, uh, Captain America and, uh, Hulk. Hulk was pretty fun getting back into using him, uh, yeah. learning how to use him properly, like grabbing dudes, just, and just hulking out, basically. Uh, getting your health back for every hit. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'm also really sick and tired of uh, the challenge bugs that they have with their weekly challenges mm. and daily challenges, where you do something and that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that. Oh. So like, I ran like a vil- uh, villain sector, mm-hmm. and uh, it didn't count. And you need to do five of those. I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna refresh this every time I see it because it doesn't count anymore. Oh, yeah, so... especially when like it's sometimes it's really long stuff that doesn't count. Yeah, That's, that would kill. There's my like one for game. doing all like like five hive missions, and I haven't finished my hive mission yet. But if I finish it and it doesn't count, I'm just refreshing that. Um, wow. Yeah, and, I've kind of put it on hold until they put out some bigger patches, which I'm hoping is, this patch that just dropped yeah, will help. But they just dropped out a gigantic patch, and apparently it's like ten gigs or something. I'm not uh, playing Avengers tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm also waiting for the raid. Like, they have no information on the raid yet. Oh, which sucks. Well, I mean, I think my problem is is the fact... I think the grind, at least personally for me, it would be better if they didn't tie cosmetics to money and you actually earned 
like cool costumes by completing hard missions. Yeah. Like yeah. I get I get that you have to monetize this thing, right? But I'll I'll point you to Mortal Kombat where you playing the game got you cool costumes. And it's technically a games of service game, so I don't understand. Versus like, I mean, getting... Destiny did that too for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there is that to an extent. Like, you know, there's ones you get through the story and stuff, but definitely most of them are locked behind vendors and money or yes. the challenge card, which is money. Yeah, um, I think they could have like trickled it out more, where like the exotic costumes, like the really cool ones, are locked. But right. you can get, like, some common ones through stores. Right. Which you, you can, technically, to an extent, you can get, like, the blueprints or whatever. Right. But those are random. I don't think they have exotic costumes yet, though. Right? Oh. They only have up to legendary, I think. It's like... Oh, well, whatever. The, the, that's the point. No, but I'm saying, like, there's cool, room cool there. Costumes. No, cool <laughs> costumes. No, I'm just saying that there's room there to bring in uh, exotic costumes and have them be, yeah. like, in the raid and stuff like that. They yeah. have over 70 years of fucking source material to look for costumes. I looked at Thor's except costumes, Kamala. and they're all bad except for the cape. Like, the one with the cape is, like, the best. Um, oh my god, Thor has the worst costume in the fucking game. It's really yeah. bad. The one where it's basically his his uh, his um, original, like, comics costume with the helmet. <laughs> the helmet he yeah. looks so oh. bad on Thor. Not even the helmet. <laughs> and the, the hair. The, the helmet's stupid. The hair's stupid. He looks like he's wearing jeans. Mm-hmm. Why does it look like the God of Thunder's wearing jeans? It looks like a Halloween costume. Yeah, it looks so bad. Mm-hmm. Jack, Cur- like, I was like, "What did you do to Kirby's design? <laughs> what did you do?" <laughs> just, I never want to see that again. So I just didn't yeah, I love flying his Thor, but I hate his costumes. Yeah, his uh, the main really one is fine. The the one you get from doing his iconic vision, I want that one because that one looked neat, and I don't know how to get that one. Why can't I get that one? You get it from the mission? iconic mission. Do you get it from the iconic mission? I beat it. You get I mean, I know I didn't beat it because I quit out because I got so fucking bored. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> See, you didn't beat it. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have you fight Modok, but you need to go find these specific ingredients. Go grind, fucker. Oh god. Um. But yeah, the Avengers like getting to 150 is pretty rough. I got to uh, uh, so essentially to get to 150. You need to have all your gear to be 130, and then you upgrade it to um, like 10 plus for your for your armor, and then your artifact as well. Uh, so now it's just if I wanted to get Iron Man to 150, I just have to grind out materials, which I did not want to do, so I switched characters. Mm. Um, hopefully, the raid stuff is good, and they, it's weird that they haven't said anything about the raid. Like they haven't said what power level you need to be yet. Uh, hopefully, it's not 150. Hopefully, hopefully it is 130. And then they just make it easier when you get higher. Um, it seems like they're averaging everything for 130, but maybe the rate will be higher. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, yeah, that's 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 the last thing I'm waiting on. I guess is like I the only thing I have left to do is the last um, end game mission quests and uh, yeah. a vault here and there. I think and that's it. Oh, the hard missions actually. I haven't really done a lot of those. Uh, yeah, I haven't played anything other than that. I did, though, I was able to pre-order a PlayStation 5, though. Same. Lucky. I chose not to do anything. <laughs> you already bought a console. Is, is this our segue into the news segment now? Uh, 
Yeah, we can. I'm going to go ahead and throw up uh, an ad real quick, though. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, he does, like, ad breaks between the things. I, I was kind of wondering <clears throat> about that, but it was, like, an hour. And it's like, I am thirsty, and my beer has been empty for, like, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, no, you're fine. Um, it's a pretty new thing. Oh, um, I, I tapped into that Thundertaker I told you about, the rice. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. It is awesome. Thundertaker. Nice. Is it Hoppy? No, no, no. It, it's hmm. weird because it knows it says rye, but it's a yeah. stout beer still, so it's not hoppy. Um, it is bitter because it's a barrel aged, so it's bar- it's barrel aged in two kinds of bourbon barrels. So, But very Dang. good ones. It did Blanton's and... It's probably pretty strong then. Oh, it's about 14.5%. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So. Nice. It's it, You had the the parent, they call it the parent beer, where it's like the original, and then they obviously do variants when it mm-hmm. comes to like how it's stored or what they do. You had the Rye Way to Heaven, which you like. So it's, yeah. And that was a rice test. So that's almost like the base beer, and then, you know, the, this is a variation they're trying out. Okay. So, so, yeah, if you come down the hol- for the holidays, you'll just stock our basement bar. Oh, don't worry. I bought two packs of these. I mean, it doesn't sound a lot, but the good news is beers are barrel aged. So they don't go bad anytime soon. Like, I did okay. a beer, a barrel aged from two years ago, a couple of days ago. It's still just as good. Nice. And, and you can store them for a long time. And that is beer time with Patrick. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. I it's probably, a specialty. It came back up during the ad, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> I was so, planning on it. It's not going to be a beer podcast. I was, <laughs> I was planning on it. Don't worry. Uh, so yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess we'll talk into the uh, the PlayStation stuff first. But I want to talk about the experience of pre-ordering it because it, it's been a while since we've yeah. like had new hardware to like get excited about. And mm-hmm. after that co- like pl- Sony conference, like PlayStation stream we watched, uh, I immediately hopped into uh, a video game deals Canada Discord, and everyone there was just like sharing information. It's like. Is the pre-orders coming out today? Are they coming out tonight? And it was like really fun just hopping in there and like talking with other people and just getting hyped about. It's nice when the community well, actually comes together. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, and, and this is actually going to be somewhat related. So I, I saw the same thing with like Twitter and like the PlayStation Four, Reddit, and all that here in the U.S. But also, ironically, in the same week and almost like a day apart, that new Nvidia card dropped, yeah, and yeah. it was just like mm-hmm. completely crashed all these sites <laughs> as well, <laughs> just like. The GameStop got crashed during the best, you know PS4 and stuff. And then it's like vice versa. Then all of a sudden, Newegg and Best Buy crashed, or Best Buy probably crashed twice. You know. Yeah. It was I don't sucks. think I don't think Nvidia knew when the PS5 was coming when they decided yeah. that. No. Yeah, that no, was. I, just... I think they experienced. I think they were they announced it like two three months ago, and the experience announced like a month ago with that or a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Very ironic though. Back to back days. Yeah, so I was all I was all over on Twitter and all the different retailers' websites. Uh, as as soon as uh, Walmart came up for US, I was like, Justin, here go, and he's like, Thank you. <laughs> and guess- like all these people were having so many problems, and like, I guess we just got it early enough because yeah, we did. I, just I honestly went right think through. Walmart is kind of like the back burner. Like you don't you don't go to Walmart, and like, and I should say not everyone goes to Walmart, but you just don't really think of it. You go to GameStop, Amazon. Yeah. But, like, they were the first ones but, to drop. It was about an hour after the conference, and there was no problems. Yeah. Like, but I also, like, I got my Mario 3D All-Stars there. I got the uh, the Mario Kart Home Circuit there. Like, they've been crushing it with pre-orders. Because, again, I don't think anyone thinks to go there. Well, then it varies, because, like, the Walmart next to me is just the grocery store version. There's no game in at my Walmart. 
have to go to an, I have to go to another one. But I remember, I live in a city, so it's like another Walmart, like five miles away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one that's only next to me is. But like, I just I ordered online, so it doesn't matter where the Walmart is. It's just gonna right. ship to me. Do you have to pay all of it up front? Yeah. 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 With Best Buy, you don't have to do that, so I haven't been charged yet. Yeah, uh, which is really See, cool. I, I like the Best Buy model. Um, I'm not sure if GameStop does it because I never pre-order online at GameStop. But See, I, I actually like... don't like that because, like, when I order something, I know I have the money for it. Like, re- if I order it months in advance, I'm gonna forget, <clears throat> and then by the time it comes out, I'm like, oh crap, I didn't transfer any money over. <laughs> the reason I don't, so I don't pre-order too often, but there's been a few times I end up canceling because like more came out or something came out that turned me off over time, mm-hmm. and. I, I, I'm eventually going to get a PlayStation. I just didn't pre-order. I didn't rush into it. It's just kind of like, all right, I know one Spider-Man for sure, and then probably maybe Call of Duty, but I'm like, okay, do I just, you know, is that enough to justify it, or is it just more like impulse, buy it now, and then, like, when I should probably normally like to wait, a, you know, in the past, a few more games come out. Then and uh, also, like, Jeff Keighley was tweeting that night saying, uh, some people are going to be early, some select retailers are going to be early, and then he tweeted out after that, uh, no, that's false, it's going to be coming out tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, Walmart is like, hey, come over here. You got the pre-orders. And then everyone else had to panic and put them out, I think. Yep. It was it was a lot In of response. fun. It, yeah. I like this, like, madness. I don't know why. It's just, like, part of the hype, part of the adrenaline rush. I, I kind of miss the old days. Well, and pre-pandemic as well. But, like, <laughs> I remember, like, videos of the PS2 when it came out. I didn't get it when it came right out, but, like, within a few months. But that night it came out, there was, like, news stories I remember seeing, mm-hmm. like, it was like it was like Black Friday, but in the middle of like you know just like October, just for the PS2 or whatever. <laughs> like I remember. I mean, like, it's not Friday. quite the same because it was still online pre-ordered. But like, I remember me and my brother going at midnight to get our switches a few years ago. Like we were standing outside Best Buy with a bunch of other people, and they were all just chatting about like, oh yeah, you you probably get Zelda with it, right? Like, you know, <laughs> there's a bunch of Zelda fans hanging outside Best Buy waiting for them to open so we can get our switches. Yeah, that's like cool. I love those events. See, that's what um, I loved about pre-ordering and picking up games. Like, you know, I did that with Grand Theft Auto and Kingdom Hearts and that, just talking about the whole series of fans for, like, yeah. you know, 45. Now, granted, those, you already pre-ordered and you just went to pick it up. Right. Unlike the PS2 era, we actually had to, like, get in line, like, Black Friday and just hope you liked that. But it's, it's a little tenser then because it's like, who's going to get one? It's like, yeah. you don't really want to be friends with anyone because it's like the Hunger Games. going to mug you when you leave the store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Beat the... Actually, there's a funny meme I'll tell in a second, but yeah, it's, I just love you meme of fans. And the meme I saw, it's from um, the Avengers movie, which shows like Thor being the crap out of Iron Man goes when the last guy has the PS5 target on Black Friday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the big punch and knock him over. So. Yeah, it does suck that a lot of people have had trouble getting them, but yeah. like, I, I think this is a fun time. When the scalpers don't grab them and it gets annoying. And they're constantly putting them back in stock. Like, they're constantly refreshing stocks on the hour, which is good. Um, Apparently, they've had a lot more physical versions than digital versions, which makes a lot of sense. Considering retailers don't want you to sell sell a discless console to you. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. I'm on the opposite of Justin. I like discs as well, which I know Justin's more digital. I got the physical version, though, because I still like to have the option. Yeah. That actually shocked me. I actually assumed you were going to go for digital when they've announced it. Well, for one, it's got backwards compatibility with PS4. And I have some disc games PS4. So, I, like, you know, if it's backwards compatible, I'm not going to keep my PS4 plugged in. Like, it's a it's a it's basically a launch system, and it sounds like a jet engine. How I'm much gonna, for it? <laughs> I mean, I'm probably just going to, like, keep it like I do my 
other consoles. Oh, I see. Not to break in your house. Okay. Got it. <laughs> um, but like you know, I wouldn't need it to play games. So, like, I want to still be able to play the discs because it'd be yeah. a, a shame to not be able to play my discs. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But like, I did. I did read that um, their strategy for having both of these is they have a digital model, but they have barely any stock of them. So people will go to get the digital model. It won't be available and they'll buy the physical instead. Mm, great, like so people end up spending day, yeah. more money because there's way more physicals available and they just want to get the system. Yeah. So it's kind of sleazy. Um, yeah, I didn't even try. Uh, I didn't either. Just, just because I feel like I used my <clears throat> pre-order luck when I got my Switch in 2017, <laughs> um, where like they were having that presentation, and I felt I was sick that day, and I fell asleep during it, and I woke up like around like two in the morning, and I was like, oh, and then I it was at the end, I was like, and that's and you can pre-order switches now, so I was like, well, let's go to Amazon slowly, super slowly, and I was like, pre-order, and then I got my Switch in March. So I, I didn't. I was like, nah. I, I just caught my Xbox One X. I am. I, I have 2013 to 2020 worth of games to go through. <laughs> I'm fine being a Gen. You're saving up your I, uh, your luck for the Switch Pro, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That there means I will slit a fucker's throat to uh, <laughs> to get a Switch Pro. What makes me mad is I waited months to to find a Switch for my wife because I was like, maybe they'll announce the Switch Pro, you know, whatever. And then they didn't, so I just. Bought one of the normal ones, and then now they're probably going to announce that like early next year. Yeah, eh, I mean, would she appreciate a pro? <laughs> no, no, the pro is, but I him. would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see the hand-me-downs. Yes. Thing, yeah, she got my old one anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but to um, Ben's point, is that right, Ben? Since since he came. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I I was kind of the same way. It's like let me complete a few more games because I know I know I would love Spider-Man out of the gate. Um, I yeah, but it's on PS4 I, with a free I, upgrade. I. I I also, well, I'll just wait till get it. I'm going to get eventually get a PS5, probably within like three to six months, because I know, yeah. like in February, you get the new Far Cry game. Mm-hmm. Uh, no when, fighting games. That's why I'm not buying one. <laughs> I I want to get back into this series because I just like the actors, but we'll see. It's just kind of, it's just, it might be one of those I buy just to fill out the system early on, which isn't the first I've done with a, a new mm-hmm. generation. But anyway, um, and then call. I like Call of Duty. I'm curious to try out the Alpha this weekend just to see how it is. Um, I love the Cold War era, too, and I love Black Ops, the the first one. So it's just like, that's a nostalgia play for me there. Let's destabilize a third world country of brown people. Yes. But but then, like, I want to play Demon's Souls, but uh, Justin, I have a good friend that loves the Souls series, but I know he's probably not going to get a PlayStation anytime soon, so I kind of just want to wait and play with him. And it's going to be on PC. Yeah, so he's probably just going to PC. They've been kind of hiding that fact, but... Wait, what? Yeah. yeah, Demon's Souls will be on PC. No, it's not. It's not. That just 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 All right, let's Demon's get into the, the conference. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Captured on PC, by the way. So I'm using this Verge article. I posted it in our Discord, so if you want to give it over to um, uh, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to go in order of this. So they basically say the, fir- the first thing here is they announced the uh, the console. The disc version was four ninety nine ninety nine. And PS5 uh, digital is going to be $399.99, so $100 difference. Uh, It's going to be launching November 12th, which, is that two days after the Series X? Yeah. Okay. Xbox Uh, is November 10th. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, and then they put up pre-orders for that day, basically. and uh, Which is weird, it comes out on Thursday. I've seen that more games, though. Like, games are coming out Thursday, Friday now. Like, it used to be always Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Last yeah. Nintendo games, and now they've broken that chain finally. Hmm. Uh, which, I think it was really smart for them to put up pre-orders, like, right away, basically. Because, uh, you get it in before, uh, Xbox, and then also you build up all this hype and, like, rushed for people to go and get get it right away. Well, well that's the other thing, why I kind of want to wait a little bit. Just, like, I, I know I'm eventually going to get it, so I'm trying to be a low fair, but it's like, okay, I'm super hyped right now, you know, you know, like, calm down, you know, don't go get excited and just spend, you know, even though I could probably afford it, but still, it's 500 bucks, so, you know, if you, you commit to it, you commit to it, so. Uh, and then, then next up in their article, they have God of War is back, so they showed off that little brief teaser of God of War 2, which is just a symbol. Ragnarok. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's gonna be a way out, but at least it's showing the future. 2021? And then... No, we'll see. Uh, and then next up, I would, I would guess winter thing. 2021. I'm going to say most games get delayed nowadays because it's so complicated. Just yeah. Background <laughs> with some computer science, it's just amazing how complicated that is. But I could see them pushing the winter release because it's very, it seems like it's very, like, winter-themed. Yeah. That's why you do it in July because you're, like, ready for winter again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when it comes, you're ready for summer again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, continue. <laughs> next up, we have the PlayStation Plus is getting an extra bonus. Uh, they announced the PlayStation Plus Collection. Uh, it's a new feature for a subscription service that lets subscribers play a huge range of classic PS4 games on their PS5, uh, and it's coming with the console. Uh, the following games are in that collection, so we have God of War, Bloodborne, Hunter, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy XV, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat X, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son. Batman Arkham Knight, Last Guardian, Last of Us, uh, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7. Real, real quick, I thought that was a really good idea, especially for people that didn't have a PlayStation 4, and that's like a good <laughs> way to introduce them a lot of the best of, of yeah. both first- and third-party games from last gen. Minus a couple multi-points in there. Yep. Yeah, like, I think they had kind of made the, the value proposition of PlayStation Plus pretty poor for a while there. So it's nice to see that they're actually like bringing some of that value back, even yes. if these are all games that people probably owned because they were the best-selling ones on the yeah, console. Yeah, I think I've played most of them, if not yeah, all. Yeah, same here. It's just I just think of like their goal is to get new players. So I'm thinking, right? Well, it's also like a, like as a lazy person, it's a convenience as well. It's just like yeah. I don't I have mean, to I'd go and honest, dig out my I would, discs. I would, I would like just re-download a couple. Re-download of those them. <laughs> yeah. So like I would probably check out. Uh, I mean. I I, I don't know if I'd if I'd play The Last of Us Remastered. I did play The Last of Us. Um, I didn't beat it, and then my stuff was stolen, so I I never bought it again because I was like, this game's scary. I'm not gonna beat it. Maybe I'd try it again. You should um, try Persona. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Okay, and then I, I would probably though, but yeah. Bias, I would I would check out Infamous Second Son because that's another one that I had started. Very um, good game. Yeah, and then Persona Five. Maybe I'll actually oh. finally play it. It's a turn-based JRPG. Invite me for Persona Five because I love Persona. It's so dense, though. It's it's the greatest hundred hours of your life. That you misspelled. You misspelled Xenoblade Chronicles, buddy. (laughs) I actually need to play that because I have a I I, that is on my list along with like a lot of other shit right now. I closed the Kotaku article. Uh, The next up, we have Final Fantasy Sixteen was announced for PlayStation and PC. Game Surprise of Thrones meets Final Fantasy. Yeah. No, I had to say, I agree with Ben. It's like, oh, medieval. 
I'm actually surprised how long that trailer was. I thought it'd right? be like, oh, it'd be like a 30 second teaser, like Kingdom Hearts 3 or something. And it's like, okay, or, it'll be like five years from now. So we alternate title. Devil May Cry across Final Fantasy. Yeah, that, that's one thing I wanted to say is the battle director for this game uh, harkens from Capcom and yep. worked on things really? like Devil May Cry. So, yep. I, didn't know, I didn't know you went to Square Enix. That's pretty wild. Yeah, so like <laughs> this could have a pretty legit combat system. Uh, I was going to joke, like, watch it be renamed Final Fantasy 15 versus 12. Like, it just becomes uh, a complete disaster. This is a... Uh... I never noticed this before, but did it always have the subtitle Awakening, or is that just the name of the trailer? That's the name of the trailer. trailer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a trailer. I don't know if they they ever use subtitles in the main language. Well, I mean, the thumbnail also said Awakening on it, so I was just curious about that. No, it's the Awakening trailer. Okay. Yeah. But, like, the the game itself looks great. I love the the big summons, and, like, it seems like. I kind of. I dove into some lore stuff. Uh, Like, I rewatched the trailer and tried to kind of, you know, deep dive it. And it looks like the summon monsters that they're going after, like, you know, the the war, like, the armies of people are going after, mm-hmm. are tied to people. Like, either the people summon them, or they become them. So what you're saying um, is that people are strands. People have strands in this game. Um, uh, is that a JoJo thing? Yes. Stands. Oh, you love I JoJo? I, was, I love the stands. I think it this is stands. Awesome. Yeah, stands. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Watch JoJo, Justin, um, please. Maybe I will. Uh, like anime. I like some anime. He has an anime. I've heard good things about JoJo. Um, Anyway, but like at the end, it's got the the little kid, and they're like freaking out because it seems like he's summoning Phoenix or something. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. But then there's also the guy that like becomes fire, and it seems like he turns into Ifrit. So I'm not really sure how it works exactly, but it definitely seems like there's a tie between the people and the summons. Right. And I'm wondering if it's going to be like a Final Fantasy 13 situation mm. where they're like chosen and like your party members each have one of the summons tied to them. And so those people you were seeing, like the, you know, the Shiva, the the uh, Phoenix, the Ifrit, <laughs> like if they are your party members, like when you meet them. Right. And so like you're like a group of rebels fighting back against the armies of people that are trying to kill the summons and you're just like the person that's like, Hey, like, don't like, if you kill this, you kill me. Like, you know, I, I gotta, don't step I gotta on defend me. myself. <laughs> and I think that uh, could be really one, cool. One note about this, uh, the, the people behind it, it's the final fantasy 14 crew. That's behind yeah. this huh. game. You know, I was, I, that's a good point real quick. Cause when I was watching it, I actually thought it was, like, it's reminding me of 14 with the yeah. designs and the, yeah. mm-hmm. I, 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 this sounds horrible at first. I thought the graphics looked off until, like, the monsters or creatures looked a lot good. It doesn't the, the quite look next gen, though. me of Final Fantasy XIV. Like, yeah, it's it like, like just the models. Yeah. yeah. It's the style, for sure. But it doesn't quite look next gen. I think it's, I think it's probably alpha footage. It's like, it's not quite yes. polished. Yeah, and that's one thing I was going to also mention. I'm really curious how far development, and the reason I say that, because Square Enix, in my view, has become very notorious, where they drop a game, and it's like, still like four years out <laughs> like it's one that's like a year and a half two years out but it's like i mean kingdom hearts 2 is like announced like 12 or 13 it took like six years i mean 14 was like a decade 10 or 15 was like yeah. a decade now granted seven, that was a real different seven was six years roughly yeah seven. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i'm just like i'm really curious like i mean if it's like two years out i don't mind but i'm really getting tired like trying to keep a game hype for like five years like, yeah they show their stuff way too it. early it's just like i'd rather them just wait and show something that's like more closer because like all right you're hyping this to the ps5 is going to be out like before the ps6 is about to come out like i don't know <laughs> so 
But this is the different divisions. We don't know how long they've been working on it. Yeah. Um, Because they've got the division that's working on seven, and then this one. I think there's another division, but I don't know what they're working on. Well, we're Um, and with seven was like the same director did four, like fifteen Kingdom Hearts and seven. I'm just like Jesus. Yeah. You're trying to juggle three major games. I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like the storytell, like the the cinematic storytelling in fourteen is very good. So I think that part will be very strong in this game, whereas it was one of the weakest elements in fifteen. Mm-hmm. Let's we'll save that. Let's save that debate for another time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm excited. I, I hope they're much further along, where maybe they might aim for a 2021 or early 22 release. That's my hope. Because I guess very, that was a surprisingly long trailer, and there was a lot in there. 2021 is already a pretty packed year. I think they should try for 22. Well, the Jap- I will quit. The Japanese games are uh, Japanese games. Because Final Fantasy does well in the West, but you look at a lot of Japanese games, they come out like December or January, like some big ones. Like, they don't yeah. aim for like that October, November window like <clears> the West does, so they're usually a little different. Final Fantasy's different. We'll, yeah, we'll see. 15, though. I think, was November. What? 15, I think, was November. I, I, I stopped myself because Final Fantasy is like one of the few, like, series that does really, really well in the West. Yeah, Final Fantasy is mm-hmm. different. But, like, Yakuza, even though it has a cult following, it's, it's subtitled, you know, it has a. As, a it's a more of a unique following than, let's say, like a, a triple A, like a mainstream Western game. Like, and Final uh, Fantasy is like one of the exceptions. That have. All right, yeah. Uh, let's move on yeah. into Spider Man. Uh, so we got a yes. uh, better look that at Miles great. Morales, Spider Man. I'll, I'll, I'll let Justin, I'll let Justin take it. over this one. Looks <laughs> great. So yeah, at first, right. like they, <laughs> I mean, they kind of you know they slowed it down. They showed more like of the the nice like character interactions. I love that they confirmed Genki's in there. Um, you know, his mom's, like, running for office, which is an interesting take. I don't think she's ever done that in the comics. No, but, she's a nurse. Yeah. But, I mean, she was in this, too, before. I know she was a teacher, I guess. Yeah, anyway. Um, but I like it from a storytelling angle because it makes her a threat. You know? Like, that's definitely going to play into the overall story. Uh, yeah. Like, the people seem to be targeting her. And so it makes it personal. Kills her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they'll kill her because they already killed his dad. Nah, but it's, it's it's dudes writing a, a female comic book uh, character. They're probably gonna kill her. Yeah. Well, to be her. fair, the the game's like story has kind of gone in its own unique directions. So <clears> it has. I think it's possible. Yeah. I mean, but I'm the fact that she's Peter a politician killed randomly, and Miles is taken over. They might coexist, but we'll see. They That's do. Right. I think Peter's just, like, gone on holiday or something right now. Maybe he's but, on the West Coast Avengers. Yeah. Supposedly the, the Spider-Man... That was a good Easter egg. <laughs> supposedly the Spider-Man in the Avengers game is a different one. Um, so but oh, anyway. no, I meant, like, in the original Spider-Man game, he mentions the West Coast Avengers. No, I know. Yeah, so... And everyone thought that meant that he was going to be in the Avengers game that had already been announced. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I thought it was a little weird when, like, they kind of showed this, like, more more slow, nice, like, character moment... And then it just cut and, like, went to, you know, a, a, a person talking. But then they showed the actual gameplay trailer, and I was, like, just glued to the screen. We were doing a, um, a watch-along, and I was just like, shut up, guys. I'm watching this trailer. I don't care about you right now. <laughs> I honestly liked that they did that. Because, like, I thought a great part of the Spider-Man game was the story. Like, I enjoyed the yeah. moments of Peter's daily life and just learning more of it. I'm no, I loved it. I'm just saying, like so it was, it was, it me. cut very suddenly. That was, that was the thing I had. Yeah. Um, but like the gameplay looks great. Like I love that they're yes. playing up his electric powers, uh, because that is a big part of what makes him different. Um, 
he seems a little overpowered in that regard. Like in the comics, his uh, his Peter's Venom blast... overpowered in his in Spider Man PS4. Well, that's true too. But Some insane shit people do in that game. <laughs> um, in the comics, his Venom blast is like kind of it's not a cooldown. Um, and in this, it seems like it fills very quickly, and it like does a big explosions and. But, like, I like that he's more aerial. Like, that definitely seems like they're differentiating his play style. Um, the new threat is interesting. I don't necessarily care about, like, purple robots versus red robots. Um, well, you don't want more I know robots? they're not robots, but they look, like, cybernetic, you know? Well, real quick, they kind of hide the main villain, the ending boss, you know, in the original last Spider-Man game in the trailers and the lead-up to it. That's so true. It, it might be, like, a similar thing where... We don't know who the true final boss are. Yeah, oh, these are the boss. factions, but it's not the actual, like, villain. Yeah, lame-ass sea villain. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's a good point. I, I, think there's, I think there's definitely a lot more to learn about this game. Um, and I also think it's interesting that the ultimate edition of this game includes a remastered version of the original game uh, with, like, you know, the same tech running it, so it's got all the seamless... <laughs> uh, Transitions, like no loading times, all that stuff. It's got the ray tracing. And a few new suits, which is interesting. Ray tracing! Yes, ray tracing. <laughs> oh, so, puddles! Puddles course, everywhere. But I also, I think I was reading <laughs> The puddle tech the, is a lot better in this. <laughs> no, did you notice? Like, the first thing in that trailer was like... The snow looked good, I can't yeah. lie. <laughs> like, Miles and Genki walking the down the street, just and awesome. like, those ray traced puddles were just... For, like front and center <laughs> but oh real quick you know i i just realized this you know one of the biggest games that kicked off the ps4 was infamous sucker punch and now the biggest game is going to kick off the ps5 is another sucker punch game so this is insomniac <clears throat> oh shit you're right everybody confuses them don't feel bad everybody <laughs> everybody oh, man them. i screwed yeah. up and i'm a sony fanboy i should know better <laughs> how dare you shame that's why you're here <laughs> well um, no i'm here to tell you that you should get that over xbox and then even though I own both companies now. <laughs> yeah. Like one share each. <laughs> I own both systems, so you're welcome. <laughs> I've helped your net worth. Um, Good. But, yeah, so I, the original game is coming, uh, but I've also read some reports saying that, like, the PS4 version has a free PS5 upgrade, so I'm kind of holding off on pre-ordering this game because I'm not sure if I want the Ultimate Edition or not. I definitely want that PS5 version of the original game. You're gonna, you're gonna pre-order. I can solve this mystery right now, buddy. I know you're gonna. <laughs> I, I agree, Ben. Like, I just Justin and Spider-Man. It's just like, no. I'm, I'm gonna pre. I just don't know which like version. This, don't, don't pre-order. No, I mean no, the ultimate mission. No. Yeah, I know you're gonna do it, Justin. Yeah, uh, I'll you with the receipts. Okay, here's here's the thing. <laughs> the reason I'm not yet is because like usually there's pre-order bonuses, like retailer exclusive <laughs> pre-order bonuses. So I want to learn more about that stuff, and I want to see if there's anything different about the uh, ultimate edition, like any other added content, or if it's just. The, it's gonna add funky mode. The first <laughs> and Dante from the Devil May Cry series, um, or if it's just the remaster of the first game. Because if I already get that for free, then I'm not gonna spend the extra money just for I that. I was reading up that is a, that on is the different question, editions like of this game, and there's a different edition where it's uh, the launch edition, and that comes with extra suits. And it's kind of weird because I'm trying to find the ultimate. Uh, launch edition, which comes with the suits, and it's like the same cost of the ultimate edition. Uh, it's kind of weird. Like this, this launch of this game is kind of weird. 
Yeah, it's confusing. Because, like, also, the trailer in the showcase said Holiday 2020. But then immediately after the showcase, Zomniac tweeted out, We're coming at launch on 11-12. It's like, well, oh. I, well, it is holiday season. I mean, you know, Thanksgiving's like two weeks <clears throat> later. Yeah, so but the showcase like... was a mess. They should have opened with the the console. It, it should say launch title because you want right. you want big names on launch. And they kind of clear that was the only ne- that was the big negative of the conference. They didn't really were clear on that until like afterwards. Yeah, like, they should have I mean, opened with all the console information, and then yeah. every game from then or, there on in could have said, you know, available at launch eleven twelve or whatever. Yeah, uh, well, could have I, been I, some I, kind of miscommunication with the companies or something. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, speaking of miscommunication, <laughs> just the it, whole free. It, it probably doesn't help. It's like um, there's a low defense of Sony, but it's what the pandemic. It's like. You know, it, it it was like a direct. You know, it's like I lo- I love the I, mi- I miss old E3 conferences because it's just like yeah you know, stuff can go off the rail and just kind of fun that way. But at least everyone's like in the building, so at least they're usually a little more coordinated with like phrases like "Oh, we're actually coming out launch, not Christmas." So mm-hmm. it's like so that way everything know. is virtual, so your communication has to be more on point, and they've kind of failed at that. Yeah, but yeah. then again, you're dealing with teams between Tokyo to. Uh, God, you know, so speaking of uh, miscommunication, right. we have the uh, Harry Potter game. I'm out. Bye. I don't like that they're calling it the Harry Potter game because it's called Hogwarts Legacy. It has nothing to do with Harry Potter. He's not even alive yet. It's the universe, <laughs> though. I mean, it's like it's like calling Lord of the Rings universe. Well, I guess you call it Middle Earth, but it's like yeah. not calling it Middle Earth. You just call it something else. <laughs> so you call it Middle Earth Light. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's Harry Potter series. I mean, I'm repping my Quidditch shirt uh, in in honor of this game because um, <laughs> I'm excited. Let me put it this way: um, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but from a game perspective, it looks good. Like in terms of the premise, yeah. It's just unfortunately, and you know, this is a game podcast. We're not going <clears> to go down too far. But it's like with the political aspect it's just a shame this wasn't made maybe like 10 years ago where probably more people <laughs> I would have enjoyed it yeah there is a stigma around it that's for yeah. sure but like I love this world like it means a lot to me and I'm not gonna let anyone take that away and so she had no involvement in the making of this game or the people. yeah we have a new story about that yeah. I, I know um, about that but since it's still like her world I'm sure like I'd be shocked she got no I just don't think it's fair that. to the people who made the game Right. I mean, she definitely yeah. gets money for it, but so do a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just a shame that, it, like, it's just it's just kind of sad just how things have turned out, because, like, you know, she really portrayed a lot of fans and just her own views, and I wish she just kept it personal and not be public about it. Yeah. It's or just like, not have those views at all, because they're hateful and Yeah, I, 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 go, I agree with Ben on that one. But well, yeah. Like, at least to the point, like... <laughs> sorry, sorry. You, I, your I, world, I, like... Like you're you're what you're saying goes against no, everything you wrote. No, oh, I'm not Ben. I'm talking about everything she wrote goes against like what she's saying now. Like I don't. It's just like complete. You know, just it's just my it's just dumbfounded. But anyway, that yeah. being said, it's just it's a shame that this is probably a game that is. It, I almost feel like it should have came out in 2010 and not mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah. yeah, it took too long. Yeah, and I think that's like this game leaked like two years ago, and they've been holding on to it. Like this, I'm I'm almost certain this is the same trailer that leaked two years ago, um, like for test audiences to try to see how they would like react to it. So like they've been very careful about the coverage of this game for that exact reason, and so I I mean I'm kind of proud of them for coming straight out and saying like, hey, she had no involvement in the creation of this. Like it's her property. 
you know, that there will always yeah. be that tie. But, like, she didn't consult on it. She didn't write it. Anything. This is no, our product. This is, you know, there's a lot of talented people that went into making this. It's just a shame that they have to go to that extent. I know. And to separate yourself like, that much from the creator. It's likely not work, unfortunately. I mean, yeah. unless... Yeah. Um, and I know Justin's not doing it, or this is not direct to anybody I know, but, like, if you are seriously, like, jumping through moral hoops to play the game, just buy the fucking game. Right. Just buy the fucking game. Yeah, stop saying, I, well, I, I'll donate to a charity. I'll do this. Just buy the fucking game. <laughs> Nobody really should judge you for buying the game, because I even said... Uh, hey, I'm happy that people are happy, but I don't want anything to do with anything so, Harry Potter related, including the to, to Ben's point, I've just met him tonight. I love that because it's like, like you know, or, you know, if you want to enjoy it, I'm not gonna like. It's your own life. It's not my. You know, I'm not gonna get it. More so, I'm just not interested. But it's like, yeah, I think she's also you know a terrible person. It's like you know, I'm done with it. Like that's you, probably you why they didn't have a consult on so the game. I'm done with it. But if you really <laughs> want to play it. You know, don't get wrapped up into it. Just play it. I mean, because, yeah. you know, not major, over one majority of the money is going to go to the guys that made it. And, that, you know, they deserve, if it turns out as good as it looks, because let's be fair, it could be high 12 and it comes out and it's a terrible game. But if it's ended up being a good game, they deserve to at least get some recognition for making a good game. Yeah. So. All right, let's talk about the game now. At, yeah, at the end of the day, like, I want, like, <laughs> I just want more stuff in this is. universe. Like, I've been saying for a while, um, I think we actually had a charged up topic on this, where, like, I want, like, a TV show that just follows, like, totally new characters, and, like, each season is a year at Hogwarts. So it's, like, you know, seven seasons, like, following kids from the beginning through graduation. You want uh, Degrassi like, on their magical in, adventures. in Hogwarts. What if it's a game of service game? It might oh, be. It's, it's gonna, I think it's going to be a service game. It probably that will would be. That would kill, oh, if the J.K. Rowling shit didn't kill it, that would ultimately kill it for me. I mean, but isn't it, it, isn't it is, technically an MMO? Like, no, it's no. a single-player open-world yes. RPG. Yeah. Hey, I, thought, I swear to God, I thought it was... I think people have been thinking it's an MMO because it feels like it could be. Yeah. But that's the thing. Is like I want more information about it. Like I really don't know what this game is from this trailer. It looks good, and like I'm excited to see this world and it, be in this world. It's basically just a kid at Hogwarts. But, it feels like but it's, it's uh, yeah. set in the 1800s, it, you know, right? You know like that. I know that you're like a, a fifth year, uh, like a new fifth year student who like uh, missed the the Hogwarts admission or whatever. But like people discover you're magically gifted, so they bring you into Hogwarts late. Um, yeah. You're like basically a, a prodigy, but I don't really know anything else about the actual oh, like real, real story. Quick, fifth year, I know how to do shit. Real quick, Justin, if you want a, the best transfer high school student a journey, play Persona. All of them. Yeah, I figured it, you were either going to be talking about Persona or some anime. <laughs> don't let me, um, me fly back to Jeff City right now for you mocking my series. <laughs> one of my favorite series. Hey, you're the one. That I would get on the, the plane over here right now. <laughs> you started. Do it. I dare you. Oh, <laughs> I'm lonely. That does, um, I'm blowing up the United Airlines. <laughs> but yeah, so like the thing is, we don't know a lot about this the the game itself. That's why we're spending a lot of time on the yeah. the stuff around it. Um, yeah, I know it's a fortune, but it takes place in the late 1800s. Uh, it's a totally original character. You create your own student. You like I said, you're a fifth year student starting off, and <laughs> you're exploring Hogwarts. Um, I hope that they put things like Quidditch in there and you can actually play that stuff because it's been in past games. It better be brutal. Yeah. People, students, 
Get no, I mean, like, I want to see violence because like, I can see. I want to see people die. <laughs> yeah, no, it should be. People it's have died. It's medieval times. Let's go. Yeah, it's not medieval times. <laughs> That's not medieval times. It's not. No, eighteen hundreds. Yeah, eighteen hundreds is not medieval. <laughs> You're thinking oh. of like one thousand A.D. <laughs> You're well, they like... were still uncivilized people, and you know, I could believe they were bloodthirsty. Industri- it's the industrial revolution times. Let's yeah. be really technical. <laughs> I mean, electricity happened in, like, the early 1900s. Like, Timeline's not real. It's all a myth. Anyways. All right. Mm. Uh, oh, the point is I'm excited. Okay, Chris. All right. Let's move on and I don't into care about the, the non-Resident Evil Resident Evil game, Village. Oh, no, the gosh. non-Resident Evil that 8 Resident good. Evil game. Like, I'm not into the series because I, I am not into horror games, but, man, just it, it did look really good. Like, I'm mm-hmm. really interested to see how it turns out. It's all right. This definitely play, takes place. we saw last time. That really. is true. It's just—it's a very interesting. It was similar, concept. yeah. Like it looks. It's not the same trailer. This is definitely the same village as Resident Evil Four, though. They even showed the merchant at the end. Yeah. So I was wondering. That's not the. No, is this not a, a merchant? A, that was not the merchant. So is this a whole new game? Is it kind of like a spin-off? Remake? No, it's a whole new game. It has Ethan in it from Seven. Yeah. And Chris. But is it in takes there. place in that village. Yes. Yeah, because even the enemies were very similar to uh, Las Plagas from yeah. Four. <laughs> as I channel my inner Mexicanness, they should uh, they should make it even more modern. How the whole virus is actually Corona. Like, All right, uh, moving on to Devil, Devil May Cry Five <laughs> Special Edition. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Paul Ben's Devil Trigger. Oh my oh, god! No, Give me yes, playable Virgil. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Capcom. Oh, and I can't play it at all till later, but okay, that's fine. This is also going to be Capcom a launch title, by like... the way. It's going to be a digital-only launch title. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Which it's coming to? They want people to. They want you to buy the console to play the new version <clears throat> that you could just. Yeah, that it's it's old school sales tactic. I it's think it's coming work. to current gen too, isn't it? Though, huh? I think it's coming to current gen. It is, but at a later date. It oh, okay. gonna, it's going to hit the Series X and, and PS4 first, <clears throat> uh, PS5 first, and then it'll come to Xbox One X and PS4 um, as like a DLC upgrade. Or you can just buy the standalone package, which I will because I want to play as Virgil. Gotcha. Since it's no okay. longer on Game Pass, I might end up getting this. Yeah, I probably will too. Oh, it's super good. Although I, I want to know if my save transfers over because I might just do the upgrade otherwise. It probably won't, dude. Because, like, if I could just get that new content in my existing save, I'd rather do that. Yeah, maybe it might. Uh, Who knows? So then after that, we have Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. I called oh, it! I fucking God. called it in stream! So weird. So, alright. I, uh, I actually, I was going to, I was, like, jokingly watching, like, oh, this looks like a Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff. And it shows, I'm like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, Ben did the same thing. Shoutouts to Scott Cawthorn, uh, who, along with Toby, what's his last Toby name? Toby Fox. Yeah, shout out to both of them. One who had an orchestra for his game uh, play in Japan. <clears throat> the other one who is like the ultimate indie success story from having made like what four really cheap games that you mean spawned... like twelve. Yeah, he's literally so made tw- like I'm not even joking about that. I looked it up. It's like twelve or thirteen. Like yeah, that. and like Jeez. huge success. And now he's gonna have a PS5 launch title. That's fucking man is living. It's not a launch. It's, title. it's not launch, yeah. but. Well, he's having a game made on PS5. But he had a, a game that was shown during the PS5 showcase. Right. It's probably yeah, going to be on every system. I mean, yeah. Every yeah. He doesn't need to make any more games. He probably has bank. Yeah, he's probably he's yeah. doing it. Yeah. 
Probably uh, workaholic. You guys should watch the honest trailers on Five Nights at Freddy. It's really funny. I'm looking forward to all the the lore deep dives for this one as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> nah. Everybody except for Matt Pack because he can go fuck himself. But um, yeah, the lore stuff was fun. Yeah, that's like the like the uh, most fun I've had with these Five Nights at Freddy's games is just watching YouTube lore videos. Yeah. Uh, purple guy, anyone? Okay, there was there was a frenzy for like a good two years for that mm-hmm. shit, and that was all in that shit. Yeah. Uh, they even made a book. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. Um, and then also we have a better look at the Demon Souls remaster. That looked great. <sighs> oh. That looked really good. It was really fun was it- with me and Ben talking about. Or like nostalgia of that game. Yeah. So, all right, I'll, I'll be up front. I, I haven't played the series besides. Well, I played Bloodborne a bit. <clears throat> I'm really horrible at those type of games, but I respect them a Same. lot. Especially my good friend who loves the series, so I know a little bit. But it's like, I mean, I know. I remember people playing Demon Souls and watching it back in the day, and I was looking at, wow, that looks so good and like very much more smooth in terms of the combat over the years. Like it seems like they put a lot of. Well, yeah, well, it's not from, it's Blue Point Studios is doing a remake who's, like, they killed it with the Shadow Colossus remake. Yeah, they they like, do remakes really well. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was them. I, that's pretty yes. that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, like, when I see, like, you know, I, I, I think I was the cynical one, and I apologize for that, who were like, well, do we really need next-gen? I saw this, I'm like, oh, this is this is next-gen with the lighting yeah, it's and very pretty. the shadows. The and graphics the, and the, and the, and Mind-blowing. Like, seriously. Yeah. It was I can't wait to see some of the, like, more horrifying enemies uh, in certain areas. And they showed off some um, of, like, the most iconic areas and bosses. Yeah. Which is really is... cool. That tower knight, that huge-ass knight. Oh, my God. Yep. With the shield? Yep. Yep. Hmm. Now, cool. oh, real quick to you guys, since you have played it. From what you saw with the gameplay footage it showed, how does that compare to the original game? It's, yeah. It looks, looks. I mean, like it, it looks. It carries about the same. Just it looks better. Yeah. It looks a lot more refined because I know that was the only issue. Like, <laughs> it was the first one, so you always try to be fair at the time. But it's like obviously very janky when you compare it over time. How it's not like, as chunky, it but I would like to see what it looks like when the guy has over encumbrance on and <laughs> just yeah, <laughs> fat yeah, rolling man. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this looks really good and. Ben, let me talk to you after the podcast about content ideas. But I gotta go slice pizza. Oh, fine. Well, uh, all right. Is that even? Oh, real quick though. To that point, um, I think that is a great launch title. Like that's, you know, obviously it is sp- and it isn't because people are gonna buy it and they're gonna be mad when they die. I all don't right. think no, so. No, that's fair. But I'm talking about two. I, so this is like my business way <clears> of thinking because you know that's my background. It's like from a from a casual standpoint you have the spider-man which you know i ain't saying it's a full casual game but it's a big name franchise that everyone recognizes and you'll have like call of duty and nba 2k coming out so it's like oh, okay you know people want to upgrade they got that but then you have like this hardcore gamers like oh we're gonna have demon souls remastered and all that and it's and you show an awesome trailer it's like oh i gotta get that because i love the dark souls series. so here's the thing there's not a lot of like uh, high-profile launch titles that are, like, mm-hmm. exclusive. No. It's, like, this and three other games. No, yeah. and that's the only negative I do see. Like, but then... The downside of consoles now, it's just almost like, do you get it just to be a true gamer? Or are you getting it because your friends are on it, and you can use, like, a media center for your TV, and then yeah. you also have, like, a PC as well? Because it's, like... It's just a TV version of a PC, basically, at this point. 
Yeah, what the hell? But I think Jason's... it's smart for them to do Demon Souls as a launch title because there's not a lot of other stuff. So people are more likely to play this, you know, remake oh. of an old game. Well, uh, also, one quick, uh, the one negative I do have with the PlayStation and Xbox, like, even the third-party support's going to be a little more limited until next year. Like, Cyberpunk's coming out in November, but the next-gen releases aren't until next year. You know, mm-hmm. unless you count PC. So it's like, okay, I'm going to go on PC because I can play on PC and I really want to well, play it the best version I can get, you know, as quickly yeah. as possible. I thought I'm, you were done. Say I'm done. Yeah, if you want to talk, Ben, go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, I just think people are going to be real mad when they buy this because it looks cool, and then they die in the first area. I don't, which is supposed to. Okay, so but... here's the thing: I don't think that's going to happen because we are in such a different world. We have Demon Souls, Dark Souls one, two, and three, and then Those we have Bloodborne, niche, though, and then we have dude. Sekiro. Bloodborne. Those all sell millions of copies, though. Each. Yeah, I, I won't even no, say they're I, niche I, anymore. I get that, but that. I don't. I, I think on average you're gonna see more like people who buy it. Well, I, I guess I'll buy this one because I don't have any other choice. Because like they don't. That's the only other exclusive choice. I guarantee you, people are gonna get so frustrated at this game because that's the kind of game it is. And some might like it. I guarantee you, more than not, people are gonna be pissed because like why I spent seventy dollars, which I'm not complaining about that. Uh, people will. To, uh, to you're just not gonna complain about spending a hundred Canadian dollars on this thing. Well, I, I can't talk you about that because so I'm not screwed. Canadian. I'm talking about from the American <laughs> perspective. So yeah, so so, so this has cost me... The console alone has cost me $711, and then each game yeah. has cost oh. me uh, $101. Oh, my God. Yeah, but to be fair, your money's not real. So To be fair, wow. I'm a living person. So <laughs> This is not South Park, even though that is really funny. To be funny fair, the Canadian game. dollar is more than worth than the American dollar. No, it's not. <laughs> Uh, actually, it's not, it's not, not the case. No. No. Oh. No. Well, whatever. America it's like eighty cents on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Hold okay. on. I just gotta do this real quick. Yeah. So one one Canadian dollar is only worth seventy six on the U S. Yeah, I know. And it's yeah. actually we're actually getting it cheaper than you guys. Like if you do the conversion rate. Yeah. It's like thirty dollars. Which cheaper. is weird. Um. But still, it's still a lot of money. <laughs> well, uh, I remember. I think with the PlayStation Three, they screwed up. They like. Is like the U.S. price was six hundred, then they did six hundred British pounds, which was like equivalent to like twelve hundred U.S. dollars. Yeah, that was Jesus. Like, what the hell are you guys doing? And that's one of the reasons it did so horribly on launch. Because I mean, I was expecting the PS Five to be six hundred, so I was totally happy with that price. Like, it was lower than I budgeted. It was basically they were just playing chicken with Microsoft, and they basically went first. That's what it became. Yeah. Well, I understand if uh, our friend Chris, Justin, and I know, um, we I actually talked to him. It's like, you know, they probably don't make most of the money off the console. They're just trying to make it, like, more break-even. No, they they always sell them at a loss. Yeah, it's all about the Not services always. after that. And then, yeah, the PS4, like, I think, at launch was sold at a profit. The what? PS4, PS3, one of those was sold at a profit. PS3 was not sold at a profit. Are you kidding me? Yeah, PS3 was like $1,000 to make. There's no way. It must have been PS4 one. then. I yeah, think PS4 cons- was close to break even, but it was still a loss. But it was like yeah, pretty magical. much every console launches a loss. I think the Wii might have sold at a profit, but that was maybe. Like, that that's, was, but that's like yeah, that's a very like Nintendo's model is very very different than the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. PlayStation model in terms of how they do everything. Although the Wii U was sold at a loss, a pretty substantial <laughs> loss actually. <laughs> it's I think they sold so much every they day. had to make a profit towards the end. I, so speaking of con- uh, speaking of Nintendo consoles getting closer to death, 3DS production <laughs> has ended after nine years. Sad. 
That was a good run. Yeah. I love my 3DS. It is funny, though, that I was, like, literally writing a, a video on 3DS games when I saw this news. So I'm like, well, gonna write that into the script. <laughs> nice. Honestly, you should do a series. I mean, it's like, you know, the end of the era. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, it's two videos. Because it's one of my top 14s, you know? They're always two parts. Why do 10? We can go 14. So the handheld system has sold more than 75 million units since... Yeah. Uh, it's Inception. Launch. Yep. It's a lot. I had, had yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah, 3DS oh, was the weird. Now, oh, <clears> the, the 3DS was a weird system. Because, like, it it had a terrible launch. Oh, it was oh, yeah. bad. Like, I was, was there for so it. I worked, I worked at Walmart in the electronics section and, like, set the mod for the games and stuff. Oh, my God. I remember that years yeah. ago when you were there. Yeah. I mean, it was in Kirksville, but still. Um, like, it was, it was, it was bad. Um, I didn't even get mine at launch because I saw how bad the launch was. And yeah. I mean, I got it not long after I'm a Nintendo fanboy. Let's be honest. Um, that but, was made the PS3. That's, yeah. I'm in that boat, but they sold it for way too much money with no games. Yep. And then like yeah. six months later, dropped it. Yep. That's when I bought it. Almost a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, which I actually think is when I bought it too, because I didn't get the ambassador stuff. Uh, and to apologize to anyone that had already bought it. They gave them 10 NES and 10 Game Boy Advance games. <laughs> yeah. Which apparently equal $90. <laughs> which isn't bad for the G- I wish I got some of those GBA games. I mean, yeah, it's not bad, because like, those games did not come to Virtual Console. No, no, which is good, because they did be able to write it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, there were some, some gems in there. Like, I'm mad that Metroid Fusion never came to Virtual Console. Yeah. Well, Game Boy Advance games at all. The only thing that you got was Super Nintendo uh, and Genesis games on on it. When with the 3DS X, with the new 3DS XL, there was Game Boy Color because I have uh, Oracle of Seasons yeah. stages on mine. Yeah, but I had a Game Boy Color. Uh, I that was like my childhood right there, so I loved it. Yeah. I actually didn't have a Game Boy Color. I it, got, I got uh, the Pokemon Gold one. You can see inside but, the game, but board. the nice. 3DS, but the, but the 3DS as a terrible console at launch but i think over the years it had uh earned its weight in gold oh yeah with the sheer amount of titles justin's the covered it i mean shit the brave default series like i said i don't know if you can ever port those games to switch or any of the console because of what they do with the ar camera in that game um you know the, the two n64 zelda remakes um link to the past too technically like so many good amazing titles mm-hmm. um on that system uh and like shit that that's what held me over when the when the wii u games were coming out i have two 3ds's i had i had three at one point oh look at look at me look at this <laughs> privilege over here the, 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 no i'm just the 3ds like, that you know, I bought. i'm saying they had so many iterations of them like <clears> they had the regular 3ds and they put out the xl and then they put out the new 3ds so it's like it did well enough that they yeah that's when i jumped on was the xl i got the uh the link between worlds model and then that one yeah. actually shorted out, like it got rain damage. So they had to. Oh. So I sent it in for repair. They sent me back a red one. I what? was not happy about that. Yeah, it was really lame. That's not okay. And then eventually, I ended up buying the uh, the uh, the new Nintendo 3DS, the mm-hmm. one that looks like a uh, Super Nintendo, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. I tried to get the Samus Returns one, but my pre-order got canceled. <clears throat> I I still want to per- I still have my 3DS and I still it's I still play it every now and then. Uh, I I still want to personally buy a new 2DS XL just because my 
current one is very beat up mm. from years of use, and I would like a upgrade. But now they're going stupid expensive because the news went. Yep. Fucking hate you all, people. There's, but I'm sure I'll find one at some point. I mean, if not, I still have mine. It was eventually going to happen because the Switch is kind of like. It's like weird. It's like a DS and a Wii replacement. Yeah. Like it's, it's funny both. though, because like every every generation, they're like, "Oh, this thing isn't replacing the old thing." Like they did it with the DS. They're like, "The Game Boy line's going to continue. The Nintendo DS is a third pillar, and then the Game Boy Advance was immediately killed." Yeah. Yep. And I then mean, the 3DS, they're like, "Well, the Switch, we're g- the Switch isn't replacing the 3DS. We're going to have both, which is a terrible idea because it's a console and a handheld." But they said it, and then now. You know, oh, I guess Nintendo's three years like later. Windows. Oh, Windows 10 will replace Windows 8. It's going to replace Windows 8. You're going to be forced yeah. to get this shit. <laughs> so, yeah. And you're going to be forced to have horrible updates that destroys your computer. <laughs> but one exciting thing is my uh, my 3DS XL, like the Link Between Worlds one, I still have the box for it. So if it nice. does pick up a collector's item, like, I'm going to make bank on that thing. <laughs> I would keep it just to keep it, but that's just... I mean, I am. Like, that. I, I haven't sold it yet. But if it became expensive enough, (laughs) I used to, I've gotten a lot better at keeping things. I'll say that. Oh, you're a hoarder now. You got a problem. (laughs) I mean, kind (laughs) of. I know. I just, I'm just like, (laughs) actually, I have a 3DS related story. Um, So like I said, I was recording a bunch of 3DS games and I was trying to find my hacked 3DS so I could record from that instead of having to get the ROMs. Um, so I grabbed this one off the off the shelf, my original 3DS XL, um, and I like f- searched for my power cord all over the room, plugged it in, turned it on, and I was like, "What the heck? Like, did did my hacking like go away? Like, did the system update and it cleared it out or something? Like, this isn't hacked." Then I remembered that that was an original 3DS, not the new 3DS. So I looked all over. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, "Wait, that's the wrong one. I have two. <laughs> So I looked all over the room again to try to find my new 3DS XL. And it was buried underneath like a stack of empty 3DS boxes because I have everything in a in a like a cartridge holder. Oh, you um, are a hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> I had I had stacked them up to to showcase my Skull Kid figure, but for some reason I put the 3DS on the bottom of all of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to pull it out from all of that and then plug it in and, and pull it up and it was it was hacked and it was fine but like i spent like two days searching for this thing not realizing that i had buried it like i do have a lot of stuff in there because i just don't have anywhere to put it all uh so speaking of nintendo do you want to go over that mini direct oh yeah i watched that. i forgot about uh, that i don't have it up here anywhere um monster was, hunter. Thing, yeah the yeah. only thing that matters is monster hunter yeah, yeah there's like, two monster hunter great, games so that, that's all to say about uh, Monster Hunter Rise, which is like a traditional Monster Hunter game, but with like some new traversal elements. Yeah. The um, graphics look great. Too. It did, for, yeah. For, I mean, They're I didn't expect to be like from World. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. All right, let me put it this way because I have a Switch now too. I'm surprised it can handle it because I know World is. Oh no, demanding. there's points where it can't. There's points where you watch the trailer, the frame rate just tanks. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious how they're going to handle that when it, it's on release. I know it's like you know, trailer footage, obviously. So it's like they're going to probably make a lot of alterations until then. But it's like, even on PlayStation 4, even with the frame rate, <coughs> wow, world looks incredible in terms of just, like, presentation. Maybe they're prepping it for the Pro. Oh, God. Um, 
But then there was Monster Hunter Stories 2, uh, which I think is like a sequel to a 3DS game. Yes. That's like a traditional RPG, right? It's a visual yes. novel okay. with some stuff in there. It has RPG Pokemon it, elements. It, it really uh, felt like a Capcom conference because that seemed to be the height. Yeah. Height. I mean, they followed the Direct with the Monster Hunter Direct. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's other stuff, was. but I already forgot. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, they didn't show Ori, a Bravely Default 2 trailer, two. which is Yeah, annoying. there was that. I mean... Oh, that's true. Let me put it this way. It was a good direct for game... If you didn't have anything else to play on at all, it was a good direct for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like... Outside of Monster Hunter. Like, Monster Hunter was like the big news, and it was just like, here's yeah. other stuff that has been out for a while, but if you don't have anything to play it on, now you can. So... I mean, it is really cool to see the Ori games coming, because like, those... I mean, no, those are I agree Microsoft games. Yeah. That are coming the, to Switch. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I've never, and the fact that, that on for Ori 2 that they had it running at 60 FPS yeah. at launch. That game that's looks amazing. Look, Considering how buggy <laughs> as fuck and how it ruined my experience yeah. playing the game the first time and how well, I haven't touched it since then, uh, I will officially be a bitch and buy it again. Not buy it again, buy it for the first time on Switch because that's where it belongs. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I always... I, I, you shake of, your fucking head at me, Toms. I shake my head as much as I want. I own this fucking podcast. Real quick, I just want to say, true. I love... Power I trip. Actually, you know, in regards to console wars, I love seeing more games get ported because, like, people deserve to see mm-hmm. this game eventually. Like, yeah. I don't... I get I get how it's a business and all that, you know, but it's like when I see, like, like Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC, it's like, I'm glad more people get to experience this world that I finally got to experience. Yeah. Like, it's so. selfish to say that your game shouldn't go anywhere else. Yeah, I understand it with Nintendo games because like they build things for for their games, except for Nintendo. Well, no, like I'm not trying to be a fanboy here, but I understand it in their case because they make the games for their the capabilities of their console. A lot of times, they're not possible on other systems. So, real quick, I want I want to counter to Justin's point. I agree with like 3ds, obviously, because that that whole architecture. But like the Switch, you know, aside unless you made all motion control. I mean, that system is going to be very portable. You know, that's the one thing I've seen in the last, like, five years. Used to be each console was very unique in terms of the architecture. Like, you know, the cell. And you go way back to Xbox and all that. Same thing. Now it's like... Last processing. Everyone just wants, basically, <laughs> a PC and a console box because yeah. it's just easier to program that way. Right. Which I get, too, because programming is so complicated now because used to be a game was, like, you can make a game and less than yeah, a year, like an AA game. Now it takes like five <clears> years because of just sliding alone would take a year alone to get that right. All right. So Except in Unreal Engine 5 or whatever. Speaking oh, of Beautiful. bad PC uh, games not coming to PC. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's go into this. Uh, what is this? Demon Souls? Like going to Demon Souls. I, ga- I gave, I, I threw a fastball right down the middle and you swung and missed. You we talked slow. about that already. It, it, we already. If you have a controller. We already fall, said uh, it's not coming to PC. No, I thought we were going to go before into it. My bad. Okay. We didn't delete it from the thing. Okay. No, we. I mean, <laughs> we said it earlier in the show that like it's not coming to PC. It's going to only be on PS5. So is that real? Cause yes, I, it is real. I, I, okay. There's a typo. They send, took down the. They, they took down the trailer as soon a little afterwards. Yeah. Send that to uh, whatever information you find. Can you send that to Justin, so then we can send it to our friend and just send crush the Kotaku article. 
I feel like that's an announcement that's still to come, but Sony has it, an exclusive launch window, and yeah, so they didn't want it getting like, out. It'd be like what they've done recently with Horizon, which I'm really shocked that's coming to PC, by the way, because it's a they made it like yeah. it's a Sony owned studio, but it might be like one of those. It might be like in the PlayStation Five for like two years and then then ported. Right, like, but like really Final Fantasy sixteen, for example, that that said console exclusive, but it's a timed exclusive. Yeah, yeah, that one well, actually uh, said timed exclusive though. It didn't in the trailer. Oh, it's, actually, it's, at the end it did. Like they said at the beginning that this is running on not piece like not. PlayStation it's running a is run- simulation on PS5. No, no, no. Yeah. I, it's, it's PS4, PS5 console exclusive. I know it's it's coming to PC, but it's a timed exclusive before it goes to Xbox. Also, yeah, but this is well, this quick. is we're, this is right here. They say they talked to a rep, and he replied, "It's just PS5." So, all right, hmm. I actually think you're right, and not Justin. I think it'd be like Persona because that's made by Atlas. How dare you? They're not tied to anyone in theory. But it's like Persona Five is just PlayStation. I'm just telling you what the, the, the people are I'm saying. I'm with him. No, no. I, I actually, I think it's gonna be like, are we gonna put it only on PS5 for console? But if you don't have PS5, then you can get it on PC because like, it's like the Windows versus. I'm just telling you, this Xbox is what Sony so. says. So until they say otherwise, it's only a PlayStation Five game. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they're right, Justin. I think it's gonna be Bloodborne didn't come until they say That's until true. they say otherwise. Yeah. All right. I mean, I personally don't care. And like, Shadow of the Colossus was also All a right. blue point thing. Real quick, and that was PS4. So real quick, I just want to say this, and this is where this is gonna be a quick console war. Not much further. If you had to pick between Xbox and PlayStation, I usually pick PlayStation because almost everything like Xbox comes to PC, maybe minus a couple of series like mm-hmm. Halo. How do you understand Halo? Uh, Halo's on PC. But it's like, you know, until recently when they did a few ports, like, you know, Detroit and Horizon, it's like they had a lot more major AAA first-party exclusives yeah. than Xbox. So it's like it's better to almost get like a PlayStation and then a PC on top of that. Maybe you get a best of both worlds. Outside, obviously, Nintendo, which is a different market in my opinion, but a market that's worthy. Also Although for multiplat, like, Game Pass on Xbox, like the the console version, has so many more games. the The value of that can't be understated. So, like, if you can pick up an Xbox cheap with a Game Pass subscription, you're set for most like third party games. And then also their first party games come out, but there's not nearly as many of those. Yeah. So I think it helps to have one. Like I'm, I'm, I mean, I got mine partially as a media PC what, for the basement. I don't, I don't know, man. Oh, let's, sorry. Let's, I, I I went yeah. to consoles. I just like my argument's almost like. If you can have a good PC, and I'm saying if you can do that, why get an Xbox on top of that All over right. PlayStation in terms of like first party content? Minus Nintendo, I think Nintendo has so I, much that it's worthy just buying. They're because always Bud's their own got thing. an Xbox. That's why. Yeah. That's the only reason I can think of. Because crossplay is still not a thing for a lot of things. That's, that's why. true. No, don't get me wrong. Besides that, but it's like if you're like don't have that element, which ironically Justin and I are in that boat because. No one else really plays Xbox in our, in our circle. All right, like, yeah. In, uh, in Missouri. Well, Ben does. I'm move on. <laughs> uh, I'm cutting this last news story, and oh, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and uh, talk about the question that's in the chat from Mike. Mike the TV, and he asks us, "What's the best handheld to console conversion?" Handheld to console conversion. Yeah, I'm going to say Persona Four Golden. Oh, my... 
Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, mm. my God. <laughs> it's kind of a cop-out, though, I'm because a it's, a, there, but... it's a cop-out wow. because it's a PS2 game converted to a PS Vita and then converted back to console and PC. Hey, they could have fucked up the... It converted to PC now, so yeah. it just, like, goes in Fuck, circle. you're making me think. Um, yeah, I yeah, can't no. think of that way. I can think of console to handheld. There's not many, right? Link's... I, I got one. I got one, and I don't like it that much, but it's it's. A, I think it's a good one. Okay. Uh, Link's Awakening. Uh, oh, that is a good one. Yeah. Well, I know. Uh, There's not many NBA, of them. Uh, FIFA 19 on Switch. Not joking. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I've got one. Um, <laughs> Talk about a bot series. On the reference of 3DS, uh, Kingdom Hearts Dream Dark Distance. Yeah, that's the like the only that's other a good one. one. I yeah. Like I actually. Oh I no think... no no! I have another one. I have another one. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 1. Oh, yeah, you're right about oh, that. Oh, yeah. All right. It was originally a 3DS game, which, by the way, it's amazing that's a 3DS game when you play it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, it's okay on console, but it's it's still... It's, it's, it's I mean, Dream Drop oh, is oh, the same way. I, I have a good one. Uh, well, it was from, it was from um, handheld to console, but Gravity Rush was uh, transferred pretty well for the PlayStation series. That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Oh, sorry. I thought it was like vice versa. But anyway, Gravity Rush. That's my answer. No, there's plenty of others, but uh, handle that's one of the few better ones is, uh, I can think of on top of my head. It's very yeah. tough. It is a that is a tough topic. It is. Good job, Mike. <laughs> I just gave you two. It's not that hard. I mean, I'm just badass like that. Yeah, I think this is the badass. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you play Battle for the Grid this weekend. Fill my ego. Mm, mm. I only can fill your ego so much. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Justin, where yeah. can people find you? You can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. Um, I've already talked enough about my 3DS video, but I got my emotes on Twitch, and they're real cool. They're adorable. Ooh. Yeah. Ben. Twitter.com slash Marvelous for all the concerning the Marvelous One. I am 85% done with the Chun Li video. I just have the remaining parts of the Third Strike stuff to edit. Then I'm going to do voiceover and I'm going to put it all together and it's going to be a shit package, but it's going to be my shit package <laughs> because I'm going to actually put content out. I My goal is either this week or next week. So uh, for Chun Li and Smash, uh, look for that soonish. Uh, I just got to get talk to somebody about a thumbnail. Um, and, uh, twitch.tv slash Iggy2814, uh, I'm officially making Sunday nights my second stream day, okay. uh, so we'll see how that goes, uh, <laughs> considering I'm usually exhausted from work, but hey, maybe I'll play something on the lighter end, or maybe I'll be insane, and hey, let's just play Power Rangers, because I don't know how to control my life, um, but every <laughs> Wednesday at 6pm Central Standard Time, on Sundays, it'll be at 8 Central Standard Time. A little bit later, just because I get home later. I need to relax a little bit uh, before I start. So look for those two days at twitch.tv slash Iggy2814. And, of course, uh, again, at Marvelous Iggy for all things related. And I guarantee you, uh, I hope you like the Chun-Li video when it comes out. And You, can find you guarantee us you hope. Mm. Okay. You done? You done? <laughs> you done? You done? Snippy. Justin's never done. It's true. It's 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 past my bedtime. I'm, That's a secret. I'm grumpy. <laughs> He's never done. Um, we went longer than usual. That's all. Yeah. Uh, it was fun though. Thank you for having me. So you can find me on uh, Twitter as Kane Play Stuff. Also on Twitch as Kane Play Stuff. Um, haven't been streaming a whole lot recently. Just not feeling it. Um, you can email me Thomas at charshot uh, if you want to be a guest on one of our podcasts. We have a Destiny podcast and a wrestling podcast, so please 
Email me. Let me know if you want to be on. Uh, and a Godzilla podcast. Well, you have a Godzilla podcast. The Godzilla. <laughs> plug. Oh, I forgot to plug that. Oh shit! Yeah, go um, ahead. Plug it. Fuck. Oh my. Uh, at- oh. Yeah, um, Atomic Shot uh, podcast I do with my God, I'm sorry it's been a, it's been a long day uh, <laughs> Atomic Shot podcast I do with me and my buddy Tyler uh, we are we just last week uh, that just the most recent episode that came out was um, God, Godzilla All Monsters Attack ignore that one not the show but ignore the movie um, but then this this most recent one that came out is the strangest Godzilla movie of them all. The strangest foe. It's Godzilla versus Hedera. Godzilla meets pollution. Sentient trash back. Ah, oh, I love Let's that go. movie. Uh, <laughs> and then the one coming up is a personal favorite of mine. The one's coming out next week is Godzilla versus Gigan. And uh, just to give a brief, I said this on the Atomic Shot podcast. I'm gonna say it here. Um, just to give a brief update, uh, we are four, three movies away from ending the Showa era. We will be taking a two week break. Uh, from it, uh, and then we will restart with the Heisei area with Godzilla Returns, uh, or Godzilla, aka Godzilla 1985. So, just to give y'all a warning, but uh, we're not there yet, but we're recording there. So, anybody who's listened, I appreciate you coming on for the journey. It's been really fun for me and Tyler to do this. We're not stopping, we're just gonna take a small break because I don't really want, I don't want to get burned out on Godzilla. I need at least a little two week break before I go back into watching those, the second generation of movies. Uh, but yeah, that's it for Atomic Shot. Sorry, real quick, Ben and Justin, can you like link me to that podcast eventually? Because I want to listen to that because I love yeah. Godzilla. Oh no! <laughs> ben doesn't want to listen to it. He has, the, the, most, to it, he has the most popular content on Godzilla the website. Listen. So yeah, Ben Ben doesn't like people actually listening to the things he makes. Yeah, it's weird because <laughs> I'm ben, trash. That's why Ben. Trust me, I, me and my uh, good friend, our, our Justin, I friend Chris, and some others from high school, we love Godzilla, so we talked about that crap all the time. All right. So I can't wait to hear your thoughts. So. Cool. Uh, so that's going to be it for the show tonight. Uh, have a good night, everybody. Enjoy your games. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Wash your hands.